Hey, before we get started, everybody, I need to tell you about Starcast on Fight. I can't believe that it's finally here, but we have just announced CM Punk. He'll be back in the wrestling space for the first time in a long time. Gosh, I think like five years, more than five years now. And I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say. So not only will he be at Starcast for meet and greets, but he's going to have a live panel and you can watch live at Starcast on Fight. And we should also mention that when you order Starcast 3, how about this? You also get Starcast 1 and 2 included in your purchase price. You'll get 11 live shows on Starcast 3, but you'll also get all the shows from Starcast 1 and Starcast 2. But there's lots of other great stuff on Fight as well. How about Game Changer Wrestling this Friday night, July 26th? It's uh, coming to you live from Asbury Park, New Jersey. They tell me the main event is Nick fucking Gage taking on Orange Cassidy. You don't want to miss that one. Uh, that's on fight for $13.99. You can also get Samoa Joe, the missing matches the very next day. That's happening on Saturday, July 26th. That's only 10 bucks. And I don't know that everybody listening to this knows that fight has free TV every single week. So whether you're into ring of honor or Rocky mountain or IHW, there's tons of promotions who air their wrestling product for free every week at fight.tv. Or if you're like me, you can download the fight mobile app for free in your favorite app store. So if it happens, it's on fight, check it out fight.tv or in your fight app. Hey, what's up everybody. Conrad and I are asked many times, when are you guys going to come out and do another live show? Got great news for you. We're going to be coming to Wayne, New Jersey at turf city indoor sports center on Saturday, September 28th at three o'clock. And we're going to be there as part of Go Professional Wrestling's Go Big or Go Home event. That's right. We're going to start at 3 o'clock. The wrestling's going to start at 7 o'clock. Conrad and I will be there from 3 to 7. Got a meet and greet scheduled at 2 o'clock. And we hope you will join us. Wayne, New Jersey, the Turf City Indoor Sports Center, as part of Go Professional Wrestling's Go Big or Go Home event. So come on out. Enjoy some great wrestling. But before you do... Don't forget, Conrad and I will be there live with our state show. We look forward to seeing everybody. And, hey, you're probably wondering, how can we get tickets? Well, that's very simple. Go to this website, TonyAndConradLive.com. That's TonyAndConradLive.com. It's What Happened When Live. Saturday, September 28th at 3 p.m. The meet and greet for VIP start at 2 p.m. What Happened When Live on the 28th of September at the Turf City Indoor Sports Center in Wayne, New Jersey. Get your tickets now at TonyAndConradLive.com. And we look forward to seeing all of our great fans of What Happened When. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA, and Jim Rocket Promotions. Tony answers what they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh. Lois rules cat. 
social plan. Tom Zee's a good looking man. Klondike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co host. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of our childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? How you doing, Conrad? Boy, do I feel old again. Well, Just, why is that? Maybe because I am old. Would oh. that be it? Mm. <laughs> well, here's how I know you're old. Like, okay. for real. All right. Back in your day, when you were growing yeah. up, when you watched TV, first of all, it wasn't always in color. But even <laughs> when it was in color... When you wanted to watch something else, you had to get off your fucking ass and go over and turn the knob on the TV. And now people aren't even watching TV on TV. Now TV is wherever you are. Isn't that something? I mean, Isn't it's kind of cool. Like to think about how many people, when you were a kid, the whole family would gather around and listen to the radio. And now wait, wait a second. No, wait a No, I, I was. I'm a little bit older than the radio era gathering around the radio. You're older than radio. God damn. (laughs) I mean, young, younger than. Well, either way, here's what we're talking about. This episode of what happened when is brought to you by our friends at CBS sports HQ. And uh, of course, by now, everybody knows that we're all about watching, uh, sports and athletic contests on TV. And it's worth mentioning that nowadays a lot of the sports on regular tv is full of made-up drama where people are just talking heads to sort of beat the same topics into the ground and there's a bunch of hot takes from people who don't really believe what the heck they're saying but cbs sports hq is here to change all that this is a network that streams live 24 7 and they have coverage that's just focused on the game none of the nonsense yes they're going to bring you the latest news highlights previews reactions all that stuff to the on-field action, but the real advantage here is that their fantasy sports experts will give you the info you need to make the right calls for your lineup. Of course, with fantasy football season right around the corner, this is the time to start looking for a resource like that and perhaps none better than CBS Sports HQ. They're betting experts. They're here to help you cash in on all your wagers. There's no fake debates, no politics, just sports for real sports fans. And, and Tony, it's your favorite price. It's free. And I, and I don't mean free for a week. And I don't mean free for a month. And I don't mean free if you use this special promo code. No, it's totally free for everybody. You don't even need to log in. How about that? Just open up the CBS Sports app and watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home. Or you could even fire up your old Apple TV or your Roku or Fire TV. It couldn't be any easier than this. You don't have to log in. You don't have to sign up. Just download the CBS Sports app. And watch CBS Sports HQ today. That's a little easier than it used to be, huh? Oh, I think it's it's much easier than it used to be. And not only that, Conrad, you know, I, I have been, I don't know about you, I have been turned off by television sports for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. And now all of a sudden I'm turned back on mm. thanks to the CBS Sports app. I really am. I really thought you were going to transition to something else and talk about being turned on. But Well, we're going to get there. But I'm really excited about this, and what I'm excited about is no politics, no fake debates, 
Real sports for real sports fans. Man, I can't wait. What a And the NFL season, college football season is right upon us. And like you said, fantasy football. This is the best time to download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ. You know, uh, what we're going to be watching today here on the show is um, two hours and 47 minutes. It's called New Blood Rising. And I don't know when I think about New Blood Rising, I think about Tony Schiavone's dong getting real, real hard thanks to a hot tag from Blue Chew. <laughs> now that was a great transition. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. New blood rising. I guess in I guess in my dick it would be old blood rising, right? Well, let's not be Okay. Let's not yeah, be let's, ugly. yeah, let's not talk about me being old since we've done that for the first fifteen minutes of the show already. Well, I'm just saying, like you've got thanks to you know, Blue Chew, you, you, it feels like you've got someone else's dick blood. And I'm not talking about Ricky Steamboat's shoot name. I'm talking about getting your penis so hard even a cat couldn't scratch it. And you've been doing that for a while now. Thanks to our friends over at bluechew.com. You didn't have to go to a doctor. Uh, you didn't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You talked to an online physician right there at bluechew.com. You were prescribed very quickly. They sent it to you very discreetly. And, uh, in the privacy of your own home, you gave your gimmick, the hot tag, the new blood started rising. Of course, we know that everybody can see it a little better because you recently groomed down there. And man, you just been, uh, Laying pipe all over town these days. And it's because Blue Chew chewables can work faster than pills. Boom. Boom. Up to twice as fast. Cheaper than those other two as well. And you know what's important about all this? What's that? And, and, and you mentioned it because there are so many scams online these days. And this is not one because you really talk to a doctor. You're really going to be prescribed medicine by a doctor and there's so many this is for real man and it's, it's almost it's, it, i get why people are skeptical though because it sounds like snake charmer shit you know right. you the doctor sits in front of you indian style says take the blue pill it's like something right out of you know the fucking matrix and that's the sound tony's dick make when it's real real hard And, and that sort of, you know, gypsy bullshit somehow works thanks to our friends at Blue Chew. And uh, Lois thinks that she's got some sort of, you know, magic spell and connection. But in reality, uh, well, Tony's juicing. Tony's on the gas. Tony's taking PEDs. And uh, what we're talking about there is penis, comma, extra dick. And you'll have some of that too when you go to bluechew.com. Try it for free. How about that? We're going to let you try it for free. Like any good drug dealer, your first hit is free. You've only got to pay the shipping $5. Now, if we were slinging this on the corner in your neighborhood, like Tony was back in the seventies, that would be different. We would have no shipping involved, but we do need to ship it to you. So if you want to get your dick real, real hard, uh, penis comma extra dick, then, then you should go ahead and use our promo code. Tell them about it, Tony. The promo code is WHW. Isn't that easy? WHW for free hard dicks. Blue Chew. B L U E. Chew.com. <laughs> oh, God. I love doing these. 
Well, I love watching New Blood Rising. It's August 13th, 2000, two hours and 47 minutes. Fire up your WWE network and watch along with us, won't you? You ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, here she is. Lois Shivani. Okay, you guys in your juvenile humor. I've just had about enough of it. It's all I can take. Three, two, one, play. Let's start with the exploding vagina. (laughs) (laughs) This was the pay-per-view that replaced uh, Road Wild, right? Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, know, as as I'm going back and and, uh, watching this yesterday and watching part of it and going through some of the matches... This was, uh, this was not a good time for us, obviously. No shit. I mean, we're talking about August 13th, 2000. Listen, Booker T's a hell of a champion. He and Jeff Jarrett, as you can see here in the highlights, they both can work, but everybody knows that we're just, just about out of business. Now there's no way that Turner broadcasting can keep this up with the way things are going. How about, so it was, wasn't a good time. The observer starts with the first sign of major cutbacks in WCW were evident this past week, first with the toned down thunder and later with the announcement that starting in October, all thunder tapings were canceled and an announcement made, made by Brad Siegel to the wrestlers before the new blood rising pay-per-view starting October 23rd in little rock, Arkansas, WCW would cut down to one television taping per week to save costs. How about that? Yikes. The step backwards has a lot of negatives, but saves production costs greatly as well as building expenses. Since the recent thunder tapings had drawn poorly and advances for future tapings have also been poor. It's far more difficult to get good crowd reactions to a secondary thunder show after nitro was live off the air. And WCW has done tapings of this manner in the past when it was taping two thunder shows every other week, the end result were hordes of fans leaving during the second show which led to a dead atmosphere with noticeable empty seats on camera. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, things are, uh, well downhill on roller skates or we were coughing on roller skates. What's that old expression you used to have? Yeah. Uh, coughing on roller skates. That's what we were NB new blood rising. NB really stood for nobody fucking here. And that's what we were, man. I hate the entrance too. Just yeah, this, it's a cheap, this, it's a cheap entrance. This giant shitty curtain, like just bring out your old nitro shit. Nobody cares. Do that. That at least looks cool. Although this was a, it, I remember this. This was a pretty good crowd because, oh my god, Tank Abbott and three count. Yep, this is real, guys. Yeah. Look at Sugar Shane reaching- in the back. Who would have thought out of this bunch, the dude in the back? would have been the biggest of the, of the, of the crew. Yeah, it, it, it that, that's good. That's kind of odd. But then you think about it, that, that Shane was the best worker of all of them. Oh no, without question. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of people thought tank Abbott was going to be the guy with the biggest upside. What do you think tank Abbott here is saying? Hmm. I have saying, Hey, you fuck with me. I fuck with you. See these three boys behind me. Yeah. 
I fucked them all before I came out here. You know why? Because they can't do anything about it. Because I'll beat the fuck out of them and I'll still bend them over and stick that snake right up their ass. Do, 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 What did you think of this uh, three count presentation? It all sucked. But I have to give I have to give Tank Abbott credit, man. He, he look at him, dude. He's doing his thing. He is, man. Said Tank would uh, Tank was uh, Tank had a, a pretty a pretty cool it factor, don't you think? Meltzer would say there's nothing worse than trying to do comedy when nobody's laughing. Okay, <laughs> he's right about that. But Tank Abbott was, huh? No, he's tremendous and. By the way, the whole thing where you sort of kidded around and saying, ah, I just fucked all these guys. That was, uh, was a real concern from a friend of the show. He told me that, uh, when he was working for WCW, uh, he was so young that he couldn't rent a car. He had to be 25 to rent a car. He was not 25. So he found himself having to, uh, carpool with guys. He couldn't just be sort of on his own. How about Jamie Noble in the mask there? Pretending that he's not a hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, my gosh, look at that. Do the three count gold record and a contract. It's a recording contract. So that if the Jung Dragons get it, three count can never record another album. How about that? And we were all hoping the Young Dragons would win this fucking match. Put them over. So well, go back to the story. So he, he's trying to, you know, figure out, Hey, how am I going to get from point A to point B on this leg of the tour every time? Because so he just, you know, he can't rent a car. So he finds himself just like hanging around near the rental desk, seeing who shows up and who will let him tag in. And he has a driver's license so he can help drive, but he's just, he's not able to rent one because he's not yet 25. So inevitably during this game of musical chairs at the, uh, car rental desk eventually it's uh it's tank abbott's turn and so he he finds himself riding with the the very new to wcw tank abbott and he's very nervous about this because a lot of people have made that same joke that you made and the gist of it is hey be careful with tank abbott if you're riding with tank or you're alone with tank like tank abbott's a legit badass and he might be gay and whether or not he's gay, he still might fuck you. And whether or not you want it or not with tank Abbott, it's not up to you. So this was, get fucked. this was, you know, firm in the back of our friend of the show's mind. So before he would get into this car and ride with tank, he found a big stick and stuck <laughs> it in the door. Like the, you know, in the bottom of the door panel. So if the shit got sideways, he felt like he could just whack him in the head a time or two and then run. (laughs) This is such a bullshit story. I swear on my daughter and my mother and my wife. Listen. And Lois. I, I, I believe you, but where does this guy find a fucking stick? Oh, I just happened to find a stick. Well, where was it? The, while they're waiting at the rental counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, you know, they tell them where to go. Then they yeah. go around. They got to find the car, right? He's not really looking for the car. He's looking through 
like the tree line that they're backed up to. What can he get? He needs a branch or something. <laughs> he needs anything he can just to sort of surprise tank. Now, of course, nothing happened. Yeah. Tank could not have been nicer, but the boys, when the, when they find out that, Hey, uh, look at this. What's going on right now? It's a fucking car wreck. The giant swing. That was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's innovative. I don't think there's any question. So what are you, you got a little bit more of this story? No, I'm just saying, you know, that this is what the guys do. Like, huh. <laughs> look that at was the this. fucking worst three stages shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I felt like when Shannon Moore was airborne, he was going, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Take Abbott cut the two circles on the outside of his shirt out. So you can see his mm-hmm. nipples. It's the best part. Yeah. And I hope that when we do, uh, our live show in Wayne, New Jersey, that we've got coming up that, that you'll, you'll be rocking a shirt like that. You want me to cut out these circles to show my nipples? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I want. Oh my God. What's wrong with that? You know, these, uh, this is not, I don't think this is going to go down as one of the great ladder matches of all time. Although they are, they are taking some hellacious bumps here. You don't think so, huh? Don't think so. Huh. I don't, I don't think this is going to be up there with the, uh, the one with, um, Scott Hall and Sean Michaels, Sean Michaels, Scott Hall at the time was wrestling as razor Ramon. Mm. I went back and watched that recently and it was unbelievable. Have we, we covered that on the bonus show yet? I don't think so. On Patreon. Oh, by the way, uh, we'd like for you to be with us on Patreon. We have a great time. Uh, now that baseball season is coming to a close, we're chatting a lot more on Jesus Christ. Look at Jamie Noble. But, you know, we do bonus shows, Conrad. Uh, yeah, we do bonus shows. We do bonus shows out the butt. Yeah. Do you know what we got coming up? Nope. We've got, uh, one of our, uh, Loki big hogs that suggested that as a bonus show on Patreon that you and I watch Alabama doink at the golden corral. Yeah. I've seen that. I'm in. Oh, let me tell you what I'm most in on though. I'm most in on you and I in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Saturday, September 28th. Whoa. It's going to really happen. Show is going to be three to five. And then after that, there's a, there's a wrestling show. With one of your favorites, Jordan Grace. Go pro wrestling. How about it? I get, to, I get to meet Jordan Grace for the first time. It's at the uh, Turf City Indoor Sports Center in Wayne, New Jersey. Tickets are on sale now. Just find us on Twitter and we'll have the link up there. That's uh, WHW Monday on Twitter. I'm pretty excited about this. But you notice how they, they're make they're taking some hellacious bumps and, and the fans are really not into it. Look, many of them are looking the other way. And, and this was a, this was a, a Vancouver, Canada crowd. So this was a different crowd. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's, they, they, they were just different in Canada to see that they were, they were rowdier. And this was part of a tour that we took. We went to Kamloops and uh, went over through British Columbia after this. 
Wow, look at that double leg drop. They're doing some pretty good stuff here. Stuff that I that I think that really is uh, was much more for today than it was back then. Wow, look at that man! They can do that. Some great athletic ability. Is it really? Yes. It, oh, now yeah, they missed that one. Well, <laughs> Evan Courageous missed a double clothesline. What? What do you think? Jesus, criminy. Criminy, you say? Crim- Jesus, criminy. Come on, get this thing over with. By the way, the smash we're watching right now got three stars. Well, I mean, it's got three stars because some acrobatic car crash bullshit is what it's, it's doing. And, and listen, I'm, I don't mind it, but, but here's, here's, here's the deal with this, this one. Okay. And at least Kaz Hayashi is trying to do sell some shit here. Holy fuck. Now they shouldn't get up from that. That should be the finish. That should be the finish. If you take a jaw shot. With a ladder, you shouldn't get up. <laughs> See, we're doing high spots just for the sake of high spots now. And all of a sudden, if you do all these high spots, they mean nothing. Look at the crowd. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to sound like an old shithead, but. Look at the crowd, though. I mean, we, we yeah. saw all this, all these crazy moves, and they're just chilling. They're chilling. You know why, though? They don't perceive these guys to be stars. Right, exactly. And there's only one way to make them stars, and that's by putting them on TV and let them do their shit. And if I bet we're going to find out how not to jump off a ladder here, I think. Yeah, I, I bet so. Well, that's not bad. No, no, but I'm saying, do you ever want to jump off a ladder? Like, it's a perfectly good ladder, fellas. I'm not jumping off that shit. No. I was lucky enough to get my fat ass all the way up here. I'm damn sure not jumping off. Jamie Noble up and they're going to push the ladder. No, he got the, he got the, got the record. Thank God. No, Hank tank. Abbott got the record, but the contract's still there. My God, what this, the fuck? This has got three stars. This is silly. You know, this is three stooges shit. Yeah. It really is just using the ladder and spinning it around and hitting people. Oh God. Yeah. Sandwich him in the ladder, close the ladder up on him. Saw that coming. And then somebody jump on the closed ladder on Evan courageous. Make sure you hit him in the head. Not going to hurt him. Fuck. Oh, it was a, it was a, uh, I was, that was cool. It was a leg drop on the face meets. Mm. Is that what we call it now? Face meets. I'm just trying That's to, be, I'm trying to be entertaining. Get, you know, get this, get this recording contract. Come on now. Oh, fuck. That was pretty good. Can I just Thanks. tell you that I'm, I'm jealous or not jealous that I'm upset with you. You're upset with me. What else is new? You're not coming to Charlotte this weekend. No, I'm probably going to go see Francine. Please tell me you'll be in Huntsville when I'm in Charlotte. No, I won't. I got things I got to do. I'm just going to hang up right now. I don't care. 
care. <laughs> I know. I know. I said that because it gets you pissed off, but whoa. I said that because it gets you pissed off. Yep. Boy, with friends like these. (laughs) Well, what are friends for if you can't fuck with each other, right? I don't fuck with you. No, of course not. When have I fucked with you? Come on, Hank. Come on. Hank. (laughs) Why do you keep calling the motherfucker Hank? He looks like a Hank. (laughs) You've been calling him Hank consistently. (laughs) He looks like... One of my friends, Hank, who we hung out with. Oh my gosh. Hank just fucked around with everybody. He didn't care. Look at Hank celebrating on the side. (laughs) Oh God. They got the recording contract and the crowd goes, doesn't give a shit, but give Hank credit here. He's excited about it. Dude. Hank is doing what he's been asked to do. Exactly. Exactly. Hank was a performer, man. My God. You know, My and God. as you, as, as Hank Abbott walks away, he sings all my rowdy friends have settled down. You're not going to believe what's coming up next though. <laughs> After this, does it fucking matter? Of all the people you could have on pay per view. <laughs> In a very rare appearance, wrestle the great Muta. Oh, who would it be? It would be Ernest Miller. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I did like Ray Mysterio poking his middle finger through the little desk ornament. That's something <laughs> that you wouldn't see these days. How about the juice? How about the way Hooving dude's dressed here? Yeah. Look at, uh, yeah. Hoovy juice. And this was a, this was a cool look with the exception of. Disco. Disco looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, he is an idiot. No, he's our idiot. Yep. But you know what? I think it's just because Conan and Ray and Hooventude, they're cool no matter what. Like if they were out here in their pajamas or trash bags, like people would say, oh, those fucking guys look cool. I don't know why some guys are cool and some aren't, but then there's Disco who looks like, I don't know, the worst goon ever from a. Sammy the Bull Gravano documentary. And and here we go. The Great Muda on pay-per-view in 2000. Can you believe it? Mm. See, we had a good crowd there. That this this was a very good crowd, probably papered. Well, you're just you're just negative, negative. Well, negative. look, this was a, Conrad, this is a bad time, man. All right. This more than anything else. More than anything else this show rekindles bad feelings about yo muda, yo mama. I like that. Uh, it, it rekindles bad feelings about, and this is where it has nothing to do with my, the, my co-host of the show or anything, but this, I just wasn't happy at this time. And I, and I think it's because our mind was more on the business end of it. Then it was actually calling the matches. Muda, Muda missing a little bit of hair on top there. What we've got here is a stalled ticket sale, 5,307 sold. That's 190,000 in Canadian, which is about, uh, I don't know, fully loaded Toyota Camry American. 
uh, with a total of 6,614 fans in the building. Merchandise is only $25,000 in Canadian, which, uh, is like $3 ahead. Yeah. Mm. 56% of the people who got free tickets because they did pay for quite a bit. 56% of the people who got free tickets didn't show up. This one asshole in the headset is real concerned. Hey, sit down. The four people behind you can't see. I sit saw down. that too. Nobody gives a shit, man. Just fill up what the did, backdrop. What did Muda just fell down? Yes, he did. He just fell down. Yes, he did. I mean, he didn't take a, it's like he slipped on ice or something. Yes, he did. Jesus. You think Muda wants to be here? No, he doesn't. We're talking about one of the best performers ever. And he can still do some shit. Look at this. You know what though? In fairness, if I'm great Muda and I find out I'm coming to WCW to do a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I'm kind of stupidly thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to wrestle sting. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, he's wrestling. He's wrestling the, the fake guy from kiss. Right. What? what? Okay. Well, I mean, then I'm wrestling like, you know, somebody, yeah. I mean, I got Booker T for the title. No, he's wrestling Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Well, fuck. Uh, I mean, I could probably get a good match out of Mike. Awesome. He was crushing it in ECW. No, uh, he's going to be battling for the shit championship against Lance storm. Okay. I didn't know that was even a thing. Um, could I have a match with, I don't know. I could get something out of Rey Mysterio. That'd be fun. No. He's got to wrestle huge erection and, um, the corporal Cajun. All right. Um, well, uh, I mean, do you have anything else? Well, guys, we got a, a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. If you want to get in on that one, we could take Canyon out and put you in there with buff and you can wrestle for his mom. We're going to get her fucking ass up on a pole. Nah, I just, I'll just take Ernest. That's fine. And then he and probably, the last, and the maybe, last thing Muda said is he walked away. Whoa, WCW suck. <sighs> and he was right. Why do you insist on doing Asian voices? I, I enjoy doing Asian voices. I know, but we get there's a lot of, there, there's Mike. a lot of Asians out there that enjoy doing, doing English voices. I just can't believe that we have people who hate listening to this show. Just mm-hmm. to say how much they hate this or hate that. And they always take issue with you doing racist voices. But then again, it's not race. It's not racist. I agree. I know you're trying to be funny. Jesus Christ. Listen to our show. We cross the line every time we open the mics. Hold on a second. I don't want to. No, you need to hold on because, oh, I'm t- Vanessa Tigress. You just call her Vanessa. Yeah, this was her real name, Vanessa. Well, I mean, hashtag uh, humble brag. Uh, yeah, I loved her. Well, if, if you love, wait till you see where she's going to get in here and start blowing in a minute. Mm. You ready for that? Oh, yes, I am. Give me something entertaining here. Well, I don't know that she's going to, but I think, I think Moody's going to blow all over. Mm. Oh, man. 
if you're into that. You know what? I haven't. Uh, I, I have. Uh, we uh, we we saw the Nitro Girls. Gee whiz, we saw them uh, when we were at uh, WrestleCon. Uh, but uh, Tigris was not there. I sure would like to see her again. I can line that up. Can you? Yeah. All right, line it up. Send me a number. You just assume I have everyone's number. Yeah, you do. Okay, but uh, I think I may be friends with her on Facebook. I'm not sure. Gosh, she's beautiful. She's absolutely gorgeous. So there's a, there there are people who listen to us just so they can hate on us. Furnace <laughs> the cat Miller. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I really wish Moodle would have had a match with somebody from my youth, but Ernest Miller could make anything entertaining. Oh, of course he could. Maybe great Muda could have had a match with Arn Anderson and it could have been flesh colored Yamaka versus flesh colored Yamaka. <laughs> Muda needed the uh, Wahoo McDaniel black hairspray. Yeah. He's, uh, he's cut it all off these days. Oh yeah. I know that I I've seen pictures of him. Did you see our friend, uh, Cassio kid's going to be cutting it all off soon. What? Yep. He's going to go full blown bizald. Why is that for charity? He's raising oh, money okay. for the downtown rescue mission. And when we hit a certain dollar amount, he's going to shave his head completely bald. If you'd like to donate, make it happen a little faster. You find him on Twitter at the Cassio kid. He's not doing a run in on this show and. If you like that, go donate. So next week, instead of being on the show, he'll be shaving his head. <laughs> Look at Vanessa up top, man. Ooh. How about Tigress? Why do you keep calling her Vanessa? Tigress on top. Oh my gosh. Well, she was, she was on top of the rope. I'm just saying the chair shot. Oh, well, that's what you get. One, two. He kicked out of a chair shot. That's what I'm talking about. From a lady. From a lady. Tigers, um, um, not Tigers, but Muda blew the miss, though. You know, if he gets you that red mess, you're dead. Basically. I know. You know what? This, ma- you really this match is, is not that bad. Dude, shut the fuck up. No, it's not. It's not like, okay, compare it to what we just saw in that car crash to the beginning. I'm not, listen, I'm not arguing for or against anything, but you had the great Muda here with a guy fresh out of wrestling school who's entertaining as shit, but he's putting him over and he's got his girlfriend jumping off the top with a chair. And this is the great fucking Muda. Can you imagine if, you know, Hulk Hogan went to Japan and. They had Stacy Keebler jump off the top rope and hit him with a chair and Mike Sanders beat him. Mm. No, I, 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 I get that. I, I, I know where you're coming from here. I look at Muda. He's already out of the ring. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. All right. Mom. I think he's looking for the money bag. Mm-hmm. Mom. Mom. Where's my mom? Mom, do you have the money bag? 
All right. This great entertaining show continues. Here comes Canyon. Yeah. I love that Ernest walked up the ramp as they're playing Canyon's video. He didn't like go around the side. He went back up the ramp. Well, that's an experience for you. Hello, ladies. What? I really thought that was somebody wearing a wig on the left. Mm. How about there? They've never driven this forklift here. Cause it's just mangling <laughs> the carpet. They're not even ready for what what's going on. And we've talked about this for a long time. Judy's pretending to kick at people here. She's got her own little robe here. Uh, it looks like curtains from a dining room. Uh, they don't really actually have Judy Bagwell on a pole. Instead, they've got her tied to a forklift and here comes Canyon with a yellow hard hat looking like a member of the YMCA and up she goes. This is when he was ripping on DDP hey. calling himself positively Canyon. That's right. Yep. Judy Bagwell on a pole. Wow. Just don't get your mom involved in a match. Oh, she's spitting at him. Now he yells, fuck you to her. <laughs> of course. Hey, this is the, this is the attitude era of WCW. <laughs> huh. All right, here we go. Let's listen to Canyon's promo. <laughs> Come on. Talk to us. Uh-oh. His mic bro, never works. Bro. After this, it's I've got to ask. It's been a long time, but I've got to ask. Who's better than Canyon? Nobody. I wasn't asking you. Everybody knows this match was supposed to be a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. That was my understanding. But I searched this entire second-rate country of Canada. Oh, come on now. He's been gone all week. You started it. You handle it there, PCK. Shut up! bada-bing, bada-boom. He's going to sling one. But after searching this entire godforsaken country, I couldn't find a pole that would hold that big, fat battle axe. I'm not sure the Eiffel Tower would do the trick, to be quite honest. So, so, bro, this match is now officially a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. A what? Judy Bagwell on a forklift, you deaf? There's Buff. Uh-oh. He just realized his mom you was out there. shut your mouth, you battle axe. Thank God she's not mic'd. And the crowd goes mild. You know, the only thing I'm thinking of here now is I wish we would have known about the bag shaving instance, uh, instances. I'll catch everybody up. Some of our new listeners here to what happened when may not be familiar with what you're talking about. Well, what I'm talking about is the fact this is according to Kevin Nash that <laughs> he went to visit Buff Bagwell one time and Buff said, I'm in here. I don't think we ever said his name until right now, but I'm good with it. What's that? I don't think we ever revealed who told us until right now, but I'm good with it. 
Oh, I thought we revealed it was Kevin Nash. Okay, maybe it was. I don't know. Okay, so he walks in the bathroom and uh, he said he saw Judy Bagwell shaving the ball sack of her son, and he said, "You, you let your mom do that?" He said, "Yes." Doesn't everybody? So apparently, it was just a, a, a common occurrence in the Bagwell family. Um, and that's pretty creepy. Really? Yeah. It's really creepy. Does, uh, does Lois shave your bag these days? No, no, she doesn't. But having Lois shave my bag would be better than having my mom shave my bag. I was just asking, I know you've got the new lawnmower 2.0. I didn't know if that was something where you took matters into your own hands or. Well, I don't even know. Yes. Okay. And meanwhile, back in the ring, why are you so nervous about me talking about you trimming your ball hairs? I'm not nervous about it. Uh, not a big deal. Oh, there's so much wrong with this show. All of it. Everything we do. There's just so much wrong with it. Not only that, we, we just. Okay. Get up, Marcus. Get up. And she screamed, get up, Marcus, get up. What's wrong with this show? Well, the storyline so far. Oh, I thought you meant me and you. No, 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 no. You, you and I are doing all we can for this thing. I'm talking about this new blood rising show, but at least, you know, uh, look on the bright side. Every cloud has a silver lining, whatever type of cliche you want to use. We're not outdoors in Sturgis, are we? No. And we got that going for us. Yes, we do. What's he got here now? Oh my God. He's going to take that and shave buffs. No, wait a minute. He's, oh, he's, this never works. What well, doesn't taking off the, it, it, it takes too long. Now that was as quick as we've seen it, but taking off the turnbuckle pad never works. Do you want to guess, uh, how many stars the great Muda got in the last match? According to the observer one. Yes. Do you want to guess how many this one gets? This is probably a dud, uh, star and three quarters. So nearly oh. twice as good. Whoa. And we're going to have well, a, a nice little surprise here in the match at some point. Okay, good. And I, I like surprises. And I guess it got a little bit more, get up, get up, Marcus, get up. Uh, I think, uh, it probably got the star in three quarters because, Hey, Canyon could work. We knew that he can do some good shit. Did, um, did Lois run down to Cato fashions with Judy picking her outfit here? (laughs) No. (laughs) Cato fashions. (laughs) I. I thought it was the clearance aisle at TJ Maxx. You mean, uh, right off of the window model at Lane Bryant to act like you didn't pop at Cato fashions. I could nailed it. If you, if you know, you know, (laughs) that's right. Cato fashions. I haven't heard that in a long time. Lois went to Cato before. Shut up. I know. Oh, she probably did. I know she did. Every chick 
Lois's age. Hmm. Went to Cato Fashion, and then after, decided, you know what? It would be great if we could get a dilly bar. <laughs> Roll time. <laughs> hey, Conrad, have you ever heard of of goat yoga? Yeah. Uh-huh. Good God. You into that now? No, I just, uh, I, I see Positively Canyon here, and I see him, you know, kind of ripping on Diamond Dallas Page and Positively Page and everything. It makes me think of DDP Yoga, which has turned my life around. Sure. And then and then I saw uh, on, uh, I guess on YouTube, some people doing goat yoga. Yeah, it's like maybe three years old when it first popped off. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you do yoga with goats now. Like, goats stand on you, right? They stand on your back or your shoulders. Yeah, goat yoga. So it's, it's a real what? thing. What happened if the goat wants to take a shit? It just shits right on you. <laughs> you know, they probably charge a little extra for that and tell you it's part of the experience. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, oh, see, never works. It never works. You know why it never works? It always turns the table on you. It's predictable. When someone takes the turnbuckle pad off, it is predictable that you are going to be the person that suffers it. God, come on, Marcus. Come on. Oh, you're being real mean. Oh, diamond cutter. And he kicked out of it. We're not done though. I bet we're not. You know, one, one of my favorite and listen to the music, they just hit DDP's music, but it's not DDP. It's David Arquette. Oh my God. My favorite world champion of all time. And of course, as the story goes, Canyon was the stunt man at the movie. Ready to rumble. Arquette comes in and gives him a high five and it gets Buff Bagwell started. <laughs> One, two, three. Whoa. I wow, mean, that was close. He hit. He hit three, didn't he? No, but I'm saying he hit Buff Bagwell, this big jacked up dude in the back with a plastic construction helmet. It was nearly the end of the match. Well, if he would have if he would have had a cookie have, sheet, he would have been fucking dead. You know, yeah, that's exactly right. It's a good thing Arquette didn't swing a cookie sheet there. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you got to realize that Buff. Come on, Marcus, come on, get him. You you've got to realize that that Buff is 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 kind of spent now, tired. Wow, the blockbuster on both. One, two, three. Come on, mama. Come down off the pole. <laughs> come on, mama. Come down off the pole. Go get her. Yeah. Take me down here, Marcus. Take me down. I noticed that you, that deer, your sack there is kind of full and I want to kind of come down and shave it off for you. Marcus, I'm still tied up here. Oh, that hurts, Marcus. What hurts, Mom? My hand. I love you, Mom. I love you. All right. Thank you. 
Well, a happy ending. Wouldn't you say, Conrad? A happy ending. Yes. <laughs> just probably look at her. You can just flipping people off. Yes. <laughs> you can probably <laughs> tell just from looking at her that she's a Clemson fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Some deep seated anger there. What? I get it. I understand. Oh, wow. Big pop on that one from the fans. Hey, uh, by the way, I got, I got an issue with you. I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, well, really? Yeah. You've never had a bone to pick with me. Okay. This is a daily occurrence with you, but go ahead. You missed, you missed mine and Bruce's mine and anniversary. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's our anniversary last Monday. Uh-huh. And so what did you guys do? Did you guys go on a date? No, we dropped a little bonus episode for fans of the show. We've had something to wrestle for three years. Well, happy anniversary. Thanks. Look at this. What color would you call that limousine right there? That would be eggplant. Oh, so, you know, these gotta be the blue chew executives. Nope. Mr. Personality himself, Lance Storm, with the stickers on the belts. One of my favorite gimmicks ever. Mm-hmm. How about Mark Madden? <laughs> look, look, can we just comment on what Tony Schiavone's wearing here? He's got on a black v neck t shirt, looking very svelte. Mm-hmm. He took it to heart when Eric said, maybe we wouldn't be getting our ass kicked if he dropped a few LBs. He started doing the DDP yoga and then he, he put an app on his phone. This is before people had phones like that, but he had one because look at him. You can tell he's a big star Trek fan and he started documenting all of his food and ta-da he's good to go. And he feels like he's sexy enough now to let the taco meat hang. Mm. I think this is the lowest cut shirt. Any lead announcers ever worn in the history of wrestling. It may be, but damn, it looks good. If I'm Tigress, I want me too right now. Uh, but here's the trouble. I don't think in 2019 she can go. She can go find that Tony. <laughs> no, she can't. Next up, we've got a total mess. Chronic in a four way <laughs> with the perfect event. Um, general correction. I mean, that, what a great name that is. Mm. Filthy animals. These are your referees. Oh, God. Okay. The, 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 these are your referees. Yeah. Not a refer. This is not, this is your referee. These are your referees. Yes. Ray's a horny little prick, isn't he? You know, there's nothing like Ray Mysterio in the mask. But this was a pretty cool look, don't you think? I'm, I'm, I, I don't mean the, the referee gear, gear. I'm talking about what well, we talked about earlier. So we're going to have four referees for this match? Yeah, we got Chronic, uh, which is Brian Adams and Brian Clark. We got Perfect Event. We got Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare. And we got Corporal Cajun and General Hugh G. Rexham. Filthy Animals. Are your referees? Mm. I guess Disco is going to be like the main ref. 
there'll be, you know, referees running around the outside. Alabama's finest right there. Doesn't tell you a lot about the state of Alabama wrestling when it's like Bobby Eaton and then Lance LaRue. That tells you all you want to know. A big difference between those kids. How about Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare? I think everybody assumed these are the blue chippers. One of these guys could break out and be the rock. Wah, 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 wah. I thought Sean O'Hare was going to be the man. I was wrong. No, I, he had uh, he had a pretty good it factor about him too. He really did. We had some jacked up looking guys, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, Stasiak here. He uh, he's going to go on to be called Meat. Your thoughts? No. What does that mean? Meat. In the WWE, he was called Meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glad I missed that one. Why? <laughs> Why was he called? What was the what was the reasoning behind Meat? What was the storyline behind Meat? Um, he sexually pleased all the ladies. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was There's short a, for meathead or anything a, like that. There was a group of ladies mm-hmm. called, um, well, it was Terry Ronalds. It was miss Jackie and it was Ryan Shamrock. Mm-hmm. They called themselves the pretty main sisters or PMS. Uh, and, uh, they got a little meat. They picked him to sort of be the storyline boy toy. Okay. And so he would lose all of his matches because he would be tired out from servicing PMS before the match. So in effect, he was really the winner. I I don't know, but eventually Chaz would beat me and, uh, would you say that line again, please? Well, whenever somebody, whenever he would lose, they would yell, you know, like if you were wrestling, I'd, Tony beat me, Tony beat me. Oh God. Tony has beat the meat right in the uh, middle of the ring. One, two, three. Kind of makes, uh, some of the shit that we were doing back then, not as silly as that. So he comes back from that and now he's here with y'all mm-hmm. and I can't say that this is much better. He mm-hmm. winds up going over to the WWF though, as part of the buyout and he's back there again. And yeah, I think he's a chiropractor now. He emailed me a few years ago. since so he started doing the podcast. Uh, Conan's joining us at uh, the broadcast location, boy, this is, let me speak. This, on this. Is, just, this is a, this is a cluster fuck when the word go. Yo, yo, yo. I mean, first of all, you give Disco the microphone. He doesn't know when to shut up. Doesn't know when to stop. Let me speak on this. <laughs> Let's get this match started. That's enough. Let's go home now. Just mass confusion here. Would you call this a fatal four-way? 
Is that uh, what they call sure. them now? Sure. We're live in Vancouver, British Columbia for New Blood Rising. Tilde Shivani looking skinny along with big fat Mark Madden. And over on my right, the ball-headed federal agent Scott Hudson. By the way, Scott Hudson and Mark Madden are going to be a part of StarCast. So you'll be working with them again for StarCast 3. How about that? Uh, they did a they did a phenomenal job for us, didn't they? I thought so. Yeah, good guys, good guys. And and again, it goes back to this. I, you know, a lot of people ripped on Mark Madden because, well, he was controversial. He is controversial, but he was good to work with. He knew his role. He was great. He'd do whatever you want. He was a good worker. I have a lot of time for Mark Madden, and I think you would agree. Now that you've met him and spent some time with him. I knew he was uh, good just from, from radio. Yeah. No, as far as being able to work with him, you know, there was, there was a certain people would say, how did you stand working with Mark Madden? And I would go, Mark Madden was great to work with. What are you saying? Just because he's controversial and you don't agree with what he's saying means that behind the scenes, he's a terrible guy to work with. No, he was great. Not only that, he's had quite a uh, radio career. Oh, still going. Yes, sir. And unfortunately, so is this match. Well, I've got something to make it a little better. Hot damn. One of the things that people have grown to be very excited about here on the show mm-hmm. is Tony Reed's rap. Oh my God. And one of the most requested songs this week. I mean, I, I got it dozens of times. Is a song from way back when my performer, I believe she pronounced it Kia. The name of the song is probably something you've said for years and years. My neck, my back. Of course, this was uh, a single back in 2002 and she's not exactly talking about all of her aches and pains that are a little better. Thanks to CBD oil or DDP yoga. Mm-hmm. Nope. She's talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want me to hear? I, I mean, I, if you need no. a beat, I'll get you a beat. No, no, I don't want a beat. I want my own beat. Why am I doing this? Why have we started this? Cause it's over. Are you sure? We're getting over. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I say to that, don't you? All you ladies, pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies, pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Look it good. <laughs> Is this girl still... Uh, Still out there? Yep. Hmm. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Oh, she, it's just the same words over and over and over. But first, you got to put your neck into it. Ah, don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Then roll your tongue from the back crack to the front. Then suck it all until I shake and... <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I have to 
go back and edit that, I think. Uh, <clears throat> make sure I keep busting nuts. <laughs> Man down! Man down! Oh my god! This is the greatest day of my life! Oh! Oh! Uh, for all you listening to our podcast, you won't hear those words. <laughs> Let me mark that time code right there. No, no, we should just add a beep. <laughs> I love that's the only word we're censoring. <laughs> all the other ones but I'm just reading the words that they wrote down. I know what you're doing. Everybody listening does. You gonna try a few more? Or are you wrapping it up? <laughs> the best head comes from a thug. The dick good, big, thick, and long, slow thumping till crack of dawn. On the X, making faces and stuff through the night, making so much love. Dead sleep when the sun comes up. So lick it now, lick it good, lick this pussy like you should. So there she is. Bless her heart. What do you think? She knew what she liked, didn't she? I like a woman who knows what she likes. Jesus Christ. Oh. Meanwhile, this match is still going on. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. For Tony Schiavone performing My Neck, My Back. Shout out to everyone who made the suggestions. <clears throat> also God. coming up sometime in the future. AMG's bitch better have my money. Uh, chicken head. <laughs> chicken head. Oh, wait, you like that one? Chicken head. There's a, there was a rap singer called chicken head. No, it's a song from project. Oh, okay. You're not in the loop on that. No, look. I thought for sure you would have been uh, down for project I, Pat. I, here's here's what I don't get. I I, I don't get how a, a nice young man from Alabama likes all this stuff. How, uh, what do you mean? It's oh, it's called culture, Tony. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's culture. All right. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like the culture they use to sour milk. <laughs> <laughs> One. Let's get this over. With. Two. Where the fans, the fans are like, oh, let me just let you hear the, uh, the sound, the first sound out of project Pat's chicken head, just the sound. I think we'll get you excited for next week. Okay. Can't play along. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Hey, excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I can't wait next week to hear you try to go block, block. <laughs> Stay tuned next week. All right. I'm going to save my block, block for next week. Oh, did you want to do it now? Cause listen, no, no, got, no. We next, week I'm gonna do it with, next week I'm going to do it with passion. Mm. Next, next week I'm going to do it with culture. Okay. God. Next week we're going to be watching. You wanted the best. You got the best. 
from August 23rd, 1999. It's the Nitro where Kiss is there. Mm. So that should be kind of fun. Absolutely. I can sing some Kiss songs for you now. Instead of this, what was it called? Lick my crack in my back. It's called my neck, my back, my neck, my back. By the way, your kids know about that song. No, there's no way my kids know about I that I assure song. you, Chris Shivani is in the loop about my neck, my back. Matt Shivani, I know he knows it. 100%. His little slap dick friend, he knows it. Don't act like you don't know about Rusty. Motherfucker named Rusty knows about my neck, my back. Oh, my God. We're bringing... We're bringing that dumbass's name up on our podcast. Well, rusty dumbass drew. We could also do, uh, sometime coming up soon. We're going to have, uh, oh. put it in your mouth. Mm, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is, we are seeing the end of society as we know it. <laughs> what with a junk dragon match followed by a Chuck Palumbo match. Yes, and me reading rap. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any shittier than this. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> you can just go you said that with confidence, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Boy, Sean O'Hare, man, that, that's 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 pretty awesome. That move. But again, the fans don't give a shit. Can I tell you how I picked this show or or this, this match to be the one that we, uh, we wrapped in. Yeah. Mm, How'd you pick it? It was the first match that got a dud rating in the observer. Okay. But (laughs) two segments after this, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a negative two match. Oh my God. Really? Another dud followed by another dud followed by another dud followed by another dud. This is the real ratings that this, this show in order match one, three stars, match two, one star match, three star and three quarters match four dud match five, half a star match six, negative two stars match seven dud match eight dud match nine dud match 10 dud match 11, three stars. You know what that tells me? Everything sucked. Yes, but do you know why everything sucked? No one was killing milts here. <laughs> no. Because no, it really sucked. No, it really did suck. And here's why it sucked. Because we took guys with plenty, with a lot of inexperience and put them in situations to where they had to perform, and they, they couldn't. They couldn't tell a story in the ring. They were good guys. They all worked hard, but they just did not have – they didn't have it to be able to work a match and tell a story and get you interested in it. And we didn't do a good job of on TV making these interesting characters. So if your characters are not interesting, and then here's another factor too. When one matches a dud, a lot of times it's contagious. It's like in baseball. When one guy stops hitting, sometimes the whole team stops hitting. Mm. And that's exactly what, fuck we got here that's exactly what it was jeez thank god this is over 
What did this get? Negative 10 stars, did you say? Dud. Dud. Everything's a dud. Mm. So, the fans stand up on that. I think they just did that because they're glad it's over with. Yeah. Who was that? Chavo come in? Make the count? Yeah. So, uh, again, you've got guys who are like Lash LaRue. He's not a big-time star, but here he is. Well, they're trying to make stars, though. Uh, I get it, but... Sometimes you just got to look at the guy and say, you know what? We can't make him a star. We just, you, 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 there, there was always a misconception. Hello. My name is Paula, Paul shock, Pamela, Paul shock. And I'm talking to Jeff, Jeff, could you tell me about your marriage? I don't want to talk about my marriage. I want to talk about the fact that I work backstage Vince McMahon right now. Do you know that? Do you know, I also work with Eric Bischoff. That's right. I work with Eric Bischoff. And also work with Paul Heyman. And there was a rumor that I was going to work with Tony Schiavone, but fuck, he doesn't want to work for me. He doesn't even want to, because I'm a, I, he, here's what we got to go. You know, we got a mess backstage here right now. You think we got a mess backstage here at New Blood Rising? Let's put ourselves in a time machine and go forward to 2019. That's right, the summer of 2019. Well, Paul Shock looked good, man. Roll title now. Yeah, she was. She looked good. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of good, oh. By the way, can I just tell you that I can't this believe look- this is real? But this week on uh, eighty-three weeks, yeah, <laughs> Eric Bischoff referred to himself as being too perfect, looking too perfect to be real. Really? He said when he was born, he was born a, as a perfect looking human. It's not anything he had to work out or do. He was just born perfect. And he's been perfect ever since. He was not kidding around. Well, you know what? Good for him. I'm glad I was not saddled with that. That'd have been difficult. Can I, can I blow your mind for a minute? Yeah. Pamela Paul shock is 49 years old now. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I'm thinking here? What? Uh, Shane Douglas has through the years in wrestling had Francine at his side and kissed her and Tori Wilson kissed her pretty good gimmick, huh? Not a bad gimmick. Not a bad gimmick at all. I, I, I would, I would, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that right now to me, Tori Wilson looks like a perfect 10 right now. Tori Wilson is a 10. Yeah. Not looks like is, but I'm, I'm saying that, that, that look, that top. No, everything. anything she's wearing 10. I don't think it's very debatable. She's. One of the most beautiful women in the history of professional wrestling. Yes, she is. And she still is beautiful. 20 years later or 19 years later, if you will. Mm. You okay? 
Yeah. Are you trying to rub one out over there? No, just like, you know, you look at Tori and you think, man, she's beautiful. And then you see this fucker come in. Yeah. And you think, you know, if I had a leather strap, I'd beat Kidman with it right now. Can you imagine how disappointed her dad was? You got a daughter like that. You just assume, well, she's going to marry a ball player. Yeah. Or an investment banker in New York city. I'm I'm getting, I'm getting front row tickets. I'm going to have my feet on the hardwood. Hmm. I'm going to be on the court. I'm going to be down the third baseline. I'm going to be on the 50 yard line. I'm going to be in the owner's box. And instead you just got rows of seats to pick for yourself here (laughs) at a Canadian wrestling (laughs) pay-per-view because here comes her husband or her boyfriend at that time, I guess. I'm not so sure if they were married or not with a leather strap. I got to tell you though, props to Kidman. Oh yeah. I think they got married in 03. So, okay. They, so they were just, he was still selling it here. Mm-hmm. If I'm right, and I and I uh, looking at these crazy, all these crazy things, um, and this is one of these. Well, we're WCW. Let's just throw this in. And I read this too. I think I read it. Gosh, you know, I read so many articles. Go back and read articles about these shows, and I think I read it. I think it was on Wikipedia, which means. It's probably bullshit, but didn't we announce that all these matches were no disqualification? No, I don't think so. I thought we did right before mm, that. We, you, that you we came have. on that we said all these things, this is such a cluster fuck of a, I mean, it would have to be after what we just seen, right? That had to be a no disqualification match with just because that it was just, the rules were just, it was, it was bullshit. By the way, uh, Conan has had, um, his pay cut in half because he's injured, even though he's been at almost every TV and, and Meltzer would also write that on this pay-per-view and of course we're not listening. Jeff Jarrett would refer to Booker T as boy several times. Hmm. This is also the era where. We're cutting folks. Jim Duggan's been let go. Brian Nobbs has been let go. And Juventu Guerrera has been told his contract will not be renewed. Heenan was let go too, you know, around this time. Brad Siegel uh, also pushed that there would be fines for wrestlers arriving late to shows. It's $500 for your first offense, $1,000 for your second offense, $2,000 for your third offense and a 30 day suspension without pay for a fourth offense. And if you fuck around and come to the show late five times, you're fired. And Nash of course is bragging that these new rules don't apply to him. Cause it's in his contract that the company doesn't have the right to find him. 
that made for great working conditions backstage. Don't you think? Especially when he runs around telling everybody that. Right, right. Those rules and the fact that he's telling everybody that just makes it just, and again, it, it, it just goes to show you how fucked we were back then. God almighty. I hope we don't do many more shows from 2000. Why? But again, it just brings back bad memories. Cool. And it brings back, it's, it's, it's one of the, well, listen, if we see Tori Wilson and we see Vanessa, oh, I'm sorry, Tigress. Uh, we see those, those two, that's fine with me. Uh, but other than that, nah, just the bad feelings of what was going on. You know, it's like, it's like circling the drain, Conrad, you know, you wanted to, you wanted to step up and say, what can I do to help matters? But you knew there was nothing you could do. Let's compare like, you know, what's going on with the company at this time. You know, just sort of the state of wrestling. Okay. On August 8th in Colorado Springs for thunder, you guys had 1,983 fans. And this is a big show. Muda staying, you know, lots of big stars on it. 1900 fans. The next day over in Japan, new Japan drew a 5,200 sellout two days after that. 8,500 fans to see new Japan. Meanwhile, ECW doing a house show with Rhino and Rob Van Dam on top drew 1500. Meanwhile, the WWF's in Detroit, 18,368 fans. Yikes. Let's go head to head on August 14th. WWE is in Rhode Island for raw is war. It's a sellout 9,932. It's all you can fit in the building. Meanwhile, you guys are doing nitro from British Columbia, 3,693 fans hmm. back to normal, huh? WCW yep. on the hind teat back where they belong. Yep. Back where we started. Back where we started. Can I just say something here too that I never thought I would ever say? I can't wait. Okay. Fuck Brad Siegel. Yeah, I'm with it. You know, I always thought that, and of course, there's so many things that led to the demise of WCW. And I always thought that, uh, that Jamie Kellner was the heel here, but I'm not so sure he was the only heel here after the book and after seeing all the, you know, fuck Brad Siegel motherfucker. He used to see me in the hallway. He said, Tony, just hang in there, buddy. Things are going to be okay. That's what he said. <laughs> he was a lying piece of shit. What was he supposed to say? He's say nothing. Don't lie to me. Say nothing. He's trying to be positive. Yeah. And by the way, it is okay. Look how well you worked out for your life. Well, I, I know it did. Well, quit being negative. Okay. But, but it, it certainly wasn't a, it was certainly wasn't a happy time at this time. You can't fool me. I know we're, 
we're going down the fucking shitter. Was this match a dud? No. This was pretty. This is they're doing some pretty good stuff in here. This gets a half a star. Oh, a half a star. <laughs> okay. I guess in the scheme of this whole show, this is a half a star is not bad, right? Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. One, two. No, he kicked out. Man, these fans just, they just don't give a shit about this at all. No, they're looking for big stars. They, they ain't gonna find them in this show. Maybe Kevin Nash, maybe Booker T, maybe Jarrett, but they ain't gonna find it. We're not yet. Look at this. Oh, bless her heart. See, it's got to be no disqualification. If she gets involved in that. Tony, what'd you think of SummerSlam this past weekend? Mm, it was okay. I didn't watch the whole thing, but it was okay. It's a, it's a time commitment to watch the whole thing. Yes, it is. And, and that's why, well, you know, you can go back and you watch it on the network later and, you know, watch the pieces you want to watch, which I think is pretty cool. But Hey, it's, it's one of the premier events in, uh, in WWE next to obviously WrestleMania Royal rumbles. Another big one. Well, the fans are clapping for this. They're just clapping though. It's funny. You got, you got two guys who, who can work. I mean, Shane Douglas can work. My gosh, he's not a dynamic dude here, but he can work. Billy Kidman could do some great stuff. He could work. And he gets a half a star. Oh man, don't need to do this. Can I go back to that? What you were saying earlier about, uh, Meltzer had, had written about Jeff Jarrett calling Booker, Booker T, T boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should never have allowed that. And I don't think he did it on purpose. What do you mean? I just, Oh, I, I just think that's just his talk. Yeah. It's All like right. saying my friend, I'll tell you something. My friend, listen up boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's you know, listen, Pally or yeah. something like that. I, you don't think he meant it in the, the racial it, negative. No. Right. Yeah. I, I really don't. But nobody's ever said that about, I've never heard that about Jeff Jarrett and certainly not been my experience. Right. So that, that, that's why I'm saying, uh, and obviously Meltzer is going to, you know, Sensationalized. Some light on it, but yeah. yeah, wrong thing to do. Speaking of wrong thing to do, my God, well, how did this break down? Where did these guys show up from? Big Vito came in and, uh, who's this Reno? Man, this is just like, who gives a shit? 
No one does. No one gives a shit here. He's trying to get the fans up. He's doing his best to try to get him into it, but right. Again, lack of star power. And we, we obviously, don't you think we obviously did not know how to make stars. No, you know how to make stars. You just weren't doing it right now. Well, that's, uh, I think we're saying the same thing. Perfect example with DX road dog became a star, right? You think Brian Anderson would have been a star in any other, you think we could have made him a star? No, but he became one. He would have been above average Mike Sanders. That's right. That's what, exactly what he would have been. How about Booker T rolling up in a Lincoln? <laughs> Got the big bag on wheels. No. And well, wham. Saw that coming, didn't we? Well, why else would we be watching him unload his bags? That's exactly right. See that bus? How about this? Booker T should have known. Yeah, I know. Hey, there's a camera here. I love he's sticking his leg perfectly straight out. Slam it on this. This is like the worst version of the dusty angle ever. <laughs> there's a camera here. Angle alert. I better run. Holy smokes. Vince Russo wanted to call her tor- torpedo girl. Major guns. He wanted to call her torpedo girl. Mm-hmm. How about she's coming to the ring barefoot, bro? We ain't looking at her at her feet here, bro. Oh. <laughs> so um, this is about to be the best match on the card. Are you ready for who she's got to uh, face here? I'm ready, Miss Hancock. Oh man, it's going to be uh, oh man a clothes tearing mud match, and this. Is the greatest wrestling pay-per-view in history. Oh, let me just send a text right now. Telling someone how much I fucking hate them. <laughs> well, this has some, uh, this, this has some potential just walk into the ring. Don't you agree? I'm pretty fired up about it. Yeah, I am too. Meltzer would say this was terrible mm. wrestling, but it delivered as much, if not more than promised with camera shots up Keebler's butt and guns implants being threatened by the size of her top way too long. Actually for the fans who came specifically to see this match, at least it delivered on what they came to see from it. Guns had a breast exposed, What was mm. even worse as they went to the gym and tried to work out a match, which was about as two kids on their front lawn. Guns wound up in a typical bikini. Hancock had very short shorts and a more conservative bikini top. She was down to, they ended up in the mud. Hancock faked a cramp getting in the mud and she collapsed. Apparently doing a miscarriage angle and was pinned. Although the next night they explained that if she was pregnant with the tone of the announcement, a direct ripoff of Beulah and ECW years ago, guns and David flair freaked out as they stretched her out to an ambulance. I guess the big swerve here is they'll try and tease that Dave isn't the father. Hmm. I know way, we say, uh, I know you, we say it so many times, but every time I see Stacy Keebler, what do you think? 
that you want to smack David Flair in the mouth? I told you I had to send a text telling somebody how much I hated him. Oh, that's that's who you t- that's who the text went to. <laughs> Let me take close captioning off. It's getting in the, my line of sight here. You know what? I'm going to send him a text too. Did you just send it to him? Ah, uh, let's send it at the same time. You ready? Hold on. Let me fire it up here. Carry the one. <laughs> okay, ready? Hang on. Watching WCW in 2000 with Tony. Friendly reminder. We fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. We both fucking yep. hate you. All right, on three. One, two, three, send. Very good. Oh, I'm well, hoping. we missed some things. Uh, Major Gun's shirt is off. Mm-hmm. That's all right. We got plenty to watch. You know, I would say the fans aren't into this because they're not jumping and cheering, but mm-hmm. people probably can't stand up right now. So they're just watching very intently. No one's playing on their phone. Stacy really got up in the air, didn't she? That time, kind of a leapfrog, showing some athletic ability. Is this the most Vince Russo thing ever, or what? Yeah, well, this plus Judy Bagwell on a pole can't beat that. I would rather have this than Judy Bagwell on a pole any day. Yes, I would too. But I just say the combination of all that. Why did he want to call her torpedo girl? Because of the old pinups of girls on missiles? No, because she had big torpedoes on her chest and he was a kiss fan. And there's a song called torpedo girl that Ace Fraley did. And it's about a girl with big boobies. Yep. So wait a minute. You're acting offended by these rap songs, but you were listening to uh, perverted kiss songs. They, but they didn't go out and use these words. Can't you leave anything to the imagination instead of going right out and saying it? Look at this, man. Look at that. She's Stacy, pretty athletic. Well, she was a former cheerleader. I get it, but she's very athletic. God dang. I hate it more with every passing minute of this. <laughs> This is without question the best match on the card so far. Yeah, yes, it is. I'm sure that I'm, if she gets a boob exposed, I'm sure the network edited it out. Well, Tony, don't act like it's like it's something you can't wait to see. We sent you her actual vagina in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget? <laughs> oh, Eric Rottencrotch, great friend of the show. By the way, you got something else that's going to be showing up this week. Oh no. And you're going to wear it out. Oh no. Stop it. What? You guys, you, you know, wait, hang on now. Let's run through this. Yeah. Let's run through this. You guys are like scraping the bottom here. Making me say all these bad words on uh, Tony. We sent you shoes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, so why are you <laughs> mad at us? <laughs> I thought you were sending me some, uh, another part of major guns anatomy. I don't know. What? Where would we even get that? I, I don't know. Where did you get the first one? Well, we got them from Tylene Buck's Twitter. Okay. But she, that's major guns, by the way. And yeah. uh, if you go to at the Tylene Buck, make sure to do it when uh, your friends and family aren't around. You too 
can get yourself a little, uh, little pick me up. Really? Yeah. She's got stuff for sale over there. So even if they blur it out here on the network, you're still, still in good shape. Here we go. Oh man. You just knew that a boob was going to come out. Let me ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Were you there when they started putting this together? With this mud, are you the match or this mud hole? The the mud hole. Were you in the building when they started putting this together? No. When you came out and you thought about Starcade 83, (laughs) you know, all these big moments Mm -hmm. that you grew up, you know, in the mid Atlantic territory and working for Jim Crockett promotions Mm -hmm. and you see a mud pit. Yeah. Like you were down at dirty Dave's bottoms up booby bungalow saloon right off route four were were you at all regretful or ashamed of your life choices and career decisions yes oh there's the miscarriage this is the best shot of the night Oh my God. Are you okay? Oh my God. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. <laughs> David <Blair. laughs> Jumps in there in the uh, suit. And right. of course there's Charles Robinson selling it. You know, Charles Robinson's gotta be thinking the same thing. Mm. You know, uh, Russo always said, and, and I always kind of agreed with the premise. He said he did things like this because he wanted his show to have something for everyone. Who was that for Tony? I that's, that was my next, who, who was that for? I don't know. For the drunk guys in the saloon that didn't get enough of what they had last night. I, I don't know. I And now we're all concerned about Stacy. We all don't know what to do. Don't know what to say. Those fuckers behind us are excited though. You know, I just, uh, uh, hung out about 20 minutes with uh, Dale Torborg the other day. Really? Oh yeah. He's, uh, he is the, uh, strength and conditioning coach for the Chicago white Sox minor league system. So we'll see him when we play Charlotte many times, they have minor league teams in Birmingham and Charlotte, Kannapolis, North Carolina. I'm trying to think where else they have a, and he, he travels around and, uh, boy, he's in great shape, still in great shape. And, uh, it was great. Uh, 
he and I still, uh, still stay in touch. Good kid. And like me, he and I were like big time kiss marks back then. So we, we, I, I really dug the character and it's only because of my love of Gene Simmons and kiss. And we did a Madden and I did a match of his one time where we just used kiss songs throughout the commentary, the names of kiss songs. Well, let's, let's just tell you what's going on here. This is going to be sting and the demon Dale mm-hmm. Torborg. And, uh, this is going to get a dud rating. 52 seconds. Well, at least for a dud, it was a short dud, right? By the way, like. Uh, this is just so poor taste. I, I want to watch wrestling to be entertained. I don't want to think about somebody losing a baby. Right. And, and, and you know what? It, it, it is, it is in poor taste, but they they're, 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 we're, we're grabbing his straws here. I mean, we, we, I'm not trying to take up for Vince Russo, but we're, we're, we're just trying to do something different and here comes the demon man. Look at bleeding. Th- oh, there you go, buddy. God of thunder dun, 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 and rock and roll. Dun, dun, dun. You know, uh, you know, he's married to, he's married to, uh, Asia. Yeah. Christy. They've been married almost 20 years now and, uh, got a great family, a couple of real good guys, good kids. It's a pretty good look, man. Am I it, it, just because I'm a kiss mark? Is, is that why I'm, uh, I'm enjoying this? Yes, because it's okay. for everybody you else. Don't, you don't enjoy the look. All right. I get it. No, I don't like kiss either. What? Yeah. Kiss has one good song ever. Oh, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. No war machine. This is Sting mm. failing down like three years after this was cool. Demon trying to take it right to him on the ramp. Yep. But you can't do that against the Stinger. He's ready for you. Yep. And this is after Stinger had the red paint on and was part of the Wolfpack. They just, they changed him back and forth. Did a nothing consistent. I don't know that they're going to be ready when Vampiro and Muda come out. Oh, There it is. Bam. Scorpion death drop. 
Dude, is that getting jobbed out on pay-per-view or what? Mm-hmm. That's what he did. And, of course, it's an angle. Woo! Oh. Have we counted the nut shots yet? There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's not that many because normally there's a lot of them when Flair's in there. He was the king of the nut shots. <laughs> and still is. So if you have four guys with white face paint, kind of gets lost in a shuffle, doesn't it? Yep. It kind of sting does not really stand out here because Vampiro's got white and black face paint. So does the demon. So does, oh, they're going to hang his ass now. So does, uh, Muda. Here comes chronic and no one gives a shit. And demon just go walk on off. Fuck. I did a job. I'm done. I got paid. I'm out. We got a little prompt match. We're going to have here. You just saw those guys. You don't want to see them again. Do you? Well, but we're gonna, aren't we? Hmm. Look at, he's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Am I still getting paid? Wow. This is just unabridged chaos. This whole show is. It's like one clusterfuck after another. Here you you go again on your own. You know what we should have done? At the end of the night, everybody in the back, all the boys, the announcers, the producers, Russo, everybody should just walked out, taken a bow, give the microphone to me or someone said, ladies and gentlemen, WCW is officially closed. <laughs> Arena go to black. That would have been a way to go out. But I mean then the checks would have went out too. Yeah, we, we I don't know. want that. We want to keep the checks coming in. Right. Well, the good news is uh for many of us, for me, they they can't they continued for about a year and a half. Yeah, this is brutal, guys. All right. Now we got to see if uh, our trainer, Danny Young, is. And Booker T is ready or not. Did David Flair answer you yet? No, I haven't been. I don't look, you know. I'm not playing on my phone while we're trying to talk nope. wrestling. You assume I'm over here just. Texted motherfucker. No, I mean, if I got my phone on silent and my phone would buzz if he would answer, and I think if he would answer, it would be something that we could read on the air here. Maybe he doesn't want to participate in our shenanigans. It's apparent that he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. What's next? Mike, Mike. Awesome. He was still fucking cool, man. Dude, he's the best. He's going to be in here with Lance Storm. These are two really, really good wrestlers, but there's unfortunately so much bullshit. It's going to get a dud. 
It's a Canadian rules match, I believe. By the way, we haven't really talked about this, but do you want to just tell everybody what the name of, uh, our referee is? I can't remember. Slick Johnson. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I see him. Slick Johnson. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Slick Johnson. Slick Johnson. And you can get a Slick Johnson by using Blue Chew. No, by using Manscaped. <laughs> You're going to do it. Get it right. There he is, Lance Storm. I don't know if you saw, but I think Lance has had a, a training school now for about 15 years. He just announced that uh, his September class will be his very last one. He's going to close up Storm Wrestling Academy. Wow, really? And there have been a lot of folks come through there. He said he couldn't yet announce what he's going to be doing next, but you can imagine it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Well, that's kind of, uh, no news, but exciting news all in the same. Lance storm is okay. In my book, Great. as a matter of fact, both these guys are great guy. Yeah. That's where, uh, Paul Ellering's daughter went too. you know, to Lance's school. Mm-hmm. Who else went there? You, do you know off the top of your head some of the people that went through his his school tyler breeze okay uh i think um Tanil dashwood all right so a lot of folks who've gone yeah, on, on to get signed made it there sort of cut their teeth there So we got the storyline now that, uh, backstage, we don't know if Booker T is going to be ready to wrestle or not. Well, cause he's just been attacked in the parking lot. Nearly killed him. Yeah, I know. Broke his leg. A lot of Canadian pride there and Lance storms, uh, worked better when he was heel in America. If I could be serious for a minute. For a moment, however, used to say it. Is that a Canadian flag with a marijuana leaf on the back? Right oh behind. Oh my gosh, it is. That's not a maple leaf. That's a marijuana leaf. What do you think about the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title? <laughs> I love the name. When did you get it? Did you get it right away? Yep. Unbelievably, you know, I'm a belt nerd. Mm -hmm. There are people out there who have decided to make replica belts of these titles. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, that's gotta be pretty easy. You just take the regular replica of the United States belt and the hardcore belt, and you just put a sticker over it. Right. Nay, nay, nay. 
these guys actually etched plates that look like the stickers. So the actual sticker on these replicas is not a sticker. It's just made onto the plate. Like it's really part of the metal. Can't believe that's a thing, but that's what people are doing. How do they look? They probably look pretty good. Don't they? Fuck no. All right. Never mind. Look at that. You know, this is, uh, I, I understand he's in Canada and I understand they're into his shit, but this is way too long. Of course it is. My God, he's reciting the, the star spangled banner and Oh, Canada. And what's he doing now? Oh, heat seeking missile right here, dudes. What's he got? His passport. How about Jacques Rougeau? Yeah. But the Canadian rule book, Canadian rule book. Meltzer would say these two could have done a normal match and possibly stolen the show. Given that the crowd going in was hotter for this match than anything else. Instead, it was booked in a way that the live audience was taken out of it. And everyone else was numbed by its stupidity. Storm got by far the biggest face reaction coming out. Jacques Joe was announced as guest ref, which disappointed the crowd, which everyone expected to be Bret Hart. Hmm. I mean, this is a big, I mean, the crowd's kind of into this part, right? And obviously slick Johnson is as well. Oh, slick Johnson. <laughs> How did we not think of him when we were doing manscaped ads? Oh, no. We got to do that. Yeah. Oh, slick Johnson. How much time have you spent in Canada? None. None. Never been. Okay. Well, of course, this past weekend, a lot of WWE fans were there. Oh yeah. Well, everybody expected us to go too, but you had baseball. I had baseball and you know what? I don't want to be paid in monopoly money. Oh my God. Why are you doing that? We can never go now. You know where I got that term from? I. This, I, I, uh, we, I, let me just guess it, it rhymes with uh hobby beaning hobby beaning no back in the 80s we went to Brantford Ontario for a show and Nikita Koloff was being Nikita Koloff backstage and uh promoting the show was Angelo Mosca and Everybody was giving Angelo a hard time and he was so mad at all the boys. The boys didn't want to be there. It was not a good show. And Nikita said, listen, when we get paid, I don't want to get paid in monopoly money. All right. And he was serious. And I thought, I thought Moscow was going to pop a fucking cork. He was so fucking mad. And he said something to me. He said, I'm not mad at you, Tony. I'm not mad at you. He said, some of the guys here are just giving me shit. And I never, Nikita just smiling. He was just smiling, just being a shithead. Don't pay me in Monopoly money. 
and that uh, has stuck with me since then. I got a response from the text message. Mm-hmm. Capital L, lowercase O, lowercase L. Hmm. Well, he ghosted me. That's okay. I'm not part of the family. <laughs> and you are. I get it. What's Thanksgiving going to be like this year? Um, I'm, if, I mean, you always make this joke, mm-hmm. but it's the same every year. Okay. We go to my parents' house. Oh. That sounds like a nice Thanksgiving dinner. It's great. A couple of years ago, we went to Rick's house. He had 43 caterers for six people to eat. <laughs> How stupid. It was unbelievable. How <laughs> fucking stupid. It was it's unbelievable. That. Seriously, I pull up and I'm thinking, well, uh, uh, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> and then I open the door and there's just like people dressed in black head to toe. And I'm thinking, y'all, he kicked out. He ain't dead. And they've got a buffet line set up. That's like something out of a goddamn Manhattan country club. <laughs> and it's like, all righty. And six of you are there. Seriously. It's like an eight person table. I'm joking, but I mean, it's eight people eating and there's no less than 14 employees. Then, you know, we go to my mom's house and it's 12 of us eating and mom cooking. (laughs) Right. Okay. This is real life versus nation. (laughs) Wow. Ric Flair. Woo. You know, we used to go to, uh, I remember one time specifically, and we went to, uh, Sabatino's in, in Baltimore. Right. And they, the Sabatino's always gave you a lot of food. Oh yeah. Tons. And, and his, his deal was, uh, what's it, what's he call it? Fruity DeMar. He calls it some, get the okay. fruity DeMar, which is like angel hair pasta and every sort of seafood stirred into it. So he, we would go there and he would order and he would pay for everything. Of course. And every, there would be a lot of liquor, wine, beer, whatever. And everybody would be so drunk that I, I remember thinking how much food was on that table that was never eaten. Just paid for and wasted. And I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, that was just, it just kind of blew me away. And that happened on a regular basis. You know, he, he took care of everybody, but not everybody ate everything or it just, we, we just were so drunk. We couldn't eat everything. Just crazy. Boy, this is, this is fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. This is lame. So there's Jacques Rougeau running down the Canadian rules to Dave Penzer. Mm-hmm.
going to be a big moment at the end of this match though. Really? Yeah. Well, they better do something. Well, the table's still there. Jesus. See, look at those guys. Those guys can do some moves, man. I mean, two of the best wrestlers from this era. Right. And they're involved in this thing. Yeah. And by this thing, I don't necessarily mean this match. I mean, this event with a referee named slick Johnson, Slick Johnson. (laughs) All right. He tapped out, but no, 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 no. Remember this is WCW 2000. We got to change the rules as we go. Dim's the rules. Dim's the rules. <laughs> hmm. And Mike's got to wait in the ring. Interesting storyline or not, considering they're in Canada. Not. No. I mean, this would be this would be something you do in a different town. Right. Exactly. Because they're, they're being the heels here. Yeah. And the fans want to cheer for storm, but it's obvious that, you know, he's cheating. That's right. Wow. how do he escape from that? See fans cheered for that. That was pretty good. Uh, counter move. Gut wrench, fall away, suplex, man. Nicely done. Well, to pin him here, that's it. No, two. God, I thought he made a three count. He did make a three count. He put three up and he's, did you see what happened right there? Yes. Slick Johnson put three fingers up, but he only, who the fuck knows what's going on here? You know what? And one thing I can guarantee Look at that big frog splash. Dude, One. unbelievable. Yeah, it you is. Think about his size and height. I mean, look, he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. Five count. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Not anymore. Hmm. Uh. Now we got to go to a six count, I guess, seven count. I don't know. Dave Pinter doing a shitty job of acting. By the way, there is a great line here as they're, you know, the, the gimmick is we're trying to do all the silliness to keep the, the, the match going. Right. Rougeau says that after a pinfall under Canadian rules, storm gets a 10 count to continue. Of course, eventually 
they're going to do a little spot where they go through a table and Penzer says the first man up at the count of 10 would be the winner. Meltzer says, does anyone in this company think, think about that statement. They haven't even counted 10 when this was said, how would you know what one person was getting up and one person wasn't before the count of 10. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? I, I I'll guarantee you, Uh-oh, I'll guarantee, guarantee you, a guarantee. Here we go. The commentary really sucked in this thing too. Well, everything else about it then. Well, yeah. So why wouldn't it? Right. I mean, there's nothing we could do to bail this show out. Right. We got you. We just, oh, as announcers here, you just had to follow along with it. Four count got his shoulders up before the five. You did. You just had to follow along with the storylines and try to make it as plausible, as interesting, as exciting as possible. And it wasn't always easy, as you can see right here. Why did you pick this show, Conrad? What the? F- what do you mean? What's the What's the next pay per view out of this? What's our September pay per view? Uh. Oh, uh, fall brawl, right? Oh. Fall brawl. Stacy's miscarriage. Jesus. Yeah, your next show is uh. Fall Brawl 2000, which is going to be Booker T and Kevin Nash in a caged heat match. Okay, good. Can't wait for that one. But there is a scaffold match with Shane Douglas, Tori oh, Wilson, yep. Billy Kidman, and Medusa. Okay. All right. Act like you don't want to see a scaffold with Medusa and Tori Wilson. Yeah, I. Uh, in theory, on paper, yeah. But you know what it's going to be. Well, what it's going to be, some bitch. It's going to be, gonna be clustered. It's going to be clusterfuck. What it's going to be? Why fuck you talk like you do? <laughs> I talk like I do because I, I spent a lot of time in the South. And I talk <laughs> like I do because that's how I used to talk before I became announcer. And, and there you go. Biggest pop of the night. Look at that. Dude. Wait until you see the big reaction here. Okay. Meltzer would say the reaction we're about to get is double the pop of anyone else on the show. Well, there can only be one person then. What? Who? Bret Hart. You got it. Let's get to the, uh, here's what's going on. Just walks out as cool. As he can be, but walking out with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, I know. No leather jacket, no sunglasses. It's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But you know, his line of thinking, I'm fucking Bret Hart. I can do whatever I want in Canada. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. I asked for forgiveness and I got it. Them's the rules. 
by the way, a few people figured out what we were doing there. Really? Started tagging me on Twitter and I was like, we've done it too much. Yeah. Okay. Couple guys yep. DM'd it and I was like, Hey, K fame. Okay. It, but it's funny. Oh, that's, I mean, <laughs> it's shout color. out to Dave green who showed it to us when we were drinking and in St. Louis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> got all over us. We couldn't help it. <laughs> that was the rule. <laughs> so there you go. Bret Hart. The best there is the best there was the best there ever will be. Of course, he's still injured. Mm. In, in the grand grand scheme of things, this before or after he was kicked in the head by Goldberg. Uh, you want to guess? After. Yeah. He's got to do another battery of tests in September. Next up, Muda and Vampiro are going to wrestle Chronic. Mm, boy, that's going to be match great. That was just put together. So, this is our second match from Muda, second match from Chronic. But luckily, it gets a dud rating. 49 years old now, huh? What do you think uh, Kevin Nash is going to be talking about right here? What do you think he's saying? He's probably saying uh, uh, Pamela uh, or it's Paula. Uh, after the match is over, you get a little jerkins on your hand. Go up and down the shaft real nice and real slow. Okay. One, two. I may shoot two loads on you. I'm out of here. I don't know if he said that, but that you, would be something you <laughs> you would be thinking, right? What are you Maybe. doing? What are you doing? Why? I don't know. I mean, one, two loads. Boom. This is, Guy that big probably could. Don't you think? My, what? <laughs> that size? I mean, I don't know. I'm not that size, but you can imagine a guy that size has... Uh, probably big balls and uh, uh, Tony, big, Tony, a, a Tony, big prostate, Tony, Tony. Okay. Let's pump the brakes. I'm just, uh, I'm just no, freestyling no. here. You never know. Oh. You never know. I just got a LOL from David flair. Hmm. Hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. do you think. What do you think Vince Russo's rationale behind putting together Vampiro and Great Muda was? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know if there's any rationale that could justify that. I mean, I don't know if I can sit here because, you know, I've, I've always been a supporter of Vince Russo's, but I don't know if I can sit here and say, oh, there's, that's the reason. I don't know why. Maybe he thought they were mysterious and they looked alike. I mean, you saw him just trying to sell a, a new blood rising shirt with Vampiro on it. So I guess Vampiro was kind of like the centerpiece of this, of this new blood rising thing, right? Vampire blood. We got Muda in here and let's let him work twice against a couple of stiffies.
another dud. Another dud. Mm. It's a chronic match, man. Yeah. By the way, the match that Kevin Nash is is doing a promo for just there. It's coming up next. Uh, the entire pay per view is really built around this match. Okay. It's a three way, uh, and the winner gets a title shot. And the other two competitors are Bill Goldberg and Scott Steiner. But they're going to do a, a gimmick here where they're going to do like a, a shoot with Goldberg and Vince Russo. And it's just terrible. It doesn't have anything to do with Jurgens or no up and down the shaft. Hook the head. Nothing like that. Where in the world are you today, Tony? Me? Where am I doing this from? Yeah. Uh, beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Actually, I enjoy Scranton, Pennsylvania, believe it or not. Well, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's right. We wrestled there before. Oh, really? You and I? No, not, no. We, as in WCW, was there. We're there. I was there. I'm here again. Right now. Can't wait to get home. Can't wait for my life to turn around. Turn and around? The, yeah, the transition season between baseball and football coming up. Oh, okay. Thanks for qualifying that. My, my, my life's getting ready to change, and I'm excited about that. Can still do the handspring, though, can he? Tagging out. I loved, uh, chronic just for one phrase that they used back in the day. It was breaking necks and cashing checks. That was pretty cool. That's pretty good. What was your favorite chronic promo? I can't remember a single fucking one. As a matter of fact, if you would put a bunch of promos up from WCW and just have the sound and not the faces and ask me who they were back in 2000. I probably couldn't name one of them with the exception, maybe Kevin Nash or maybe Jeff Jarrett, but chronic see, and here's the deal chronic and, uh, O'Hare and Stasiak. Uh, they all just kind of ran together to me. Just big muscled guys and nothing stood out. I, in our attempt to make stars, we, we didn't, we, we just, we just muddied the waters. Which I think can be said. Some of that's being done today. Just an opinion. 
who's a big st- okay not not to not to to knock the WWE but but who's a big star with them Roman Reigns okay and Becky Lynch one more Seth Rollins uh, okay Brock Lesnar there you go stop right there that's it everybody else is just kind of whoa 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 Charlotte okay John Cena but he doesn't wrestle anymore does he your mom <laughs> you think your mom will go one-on-one with John Cena my mom I have it on good authority John Cena before she passed her way God bless her soul John Cena made a house call. The doctor of thermonomics serviced her. What are you? Uh, That's what I heard. You... And I don't know why you're even upset. Are you speaking in tongues here? Are, are, do you have Tourette's? You What's going on? You can't see him. Hello. Are you in the loop on John Cena saying you can't see me? No, oh, you mean with the uh, the fingers in the face, front and of the face? Shake them back and forth. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't know the storyline behind that. Can I get you to start doing that to Lois and put it on Patreon? What fingers on the face? No, where you just stick your hand in front of your face and wave it back and forth and go, you uh-huh. can't see me. I think that'd be great for you to do to Lois. Like she's okay. like, like if she was to yell, Tony. Unload the dishwasher and you just do, 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 just ignore, keep doing whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Tony, Anthony, I said, unload the dishwasher. And then, do, 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 do. and then <laughs> as she makes the approach, she gets upset. She's fired up and now she's really raising her voice. Mm-hmm. In the name of Nancy Pelosi, unload the goddamn dishwasher, Anthony. And then you just look up yep. from your comic book and go, you can't see me. And then just turn the page. See what Captain America is doing on the next page. <laughs> Boy, you got our house down. <laughs> <laughs> Never even been invited, but I know what goes down. You just know what goes down. Yes, sir. We're not hard to figure out on our end. Okay. I'll do it. I think that'd be funny. I could only do it one time though. <laughs> Cause it would get old real fast. Like this match that we're watching hot tag. No one gives a shit, even though it's a great Muda. Nothing, man. No reaction at all. I mean, they're they're at least they're watching it. At least they haven't bolted yet. Pump handle slam. Whoa. I have a feeling you go back and you uh you watch this. This is a time where we were trying to sweeten as much as we could. Yeah, Mickey took a pretty good bump there. And it sounded phony. The sweetening that we were doing.
Referee gets sprayed in the eyes of the green mist. Just, uh, just, all right. Get it over with. Oh, boy. Here they come. Them old Harris boys. Fans pop because they wanted something different. Somebody coming through the stands, and there they go. Everybody wearing black here, too, and white. And the Harris boys. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we've talked about them before. Fucking Mickey J. How many Quincy's hot bars do you think Mickey J fucked up in his day? (laughs) He wore out them little chicken wings. Don't even fuck with him unless you got whole kernel corn. You got whole kernel corn? Get out of here. You know what? Of all that shit, the only thing you can say is fucking Mickey J. (laughs) (laughs) We just saw a clusterfuck of a finish. Fucking Mickey J. Um, right as a tag champ, got a green tongue. Looks yeah. like he, uh, loved a lady. He wasn't clean. <laughs> Is that how you get a green tongue? I don't know how you get it. I've never had one. I guess you, <laughs> like, go, I guess you can go down on Kermit and I don't know. <laughs> wow. Booker T want to know, how's your leg? Is your leg? Okay. Do you know what me and Kevin Ash could be doing later with Jergens? Oh my God. Shut up lady. I've got a wrestling match. All this shit have been come before us. And I got this gold strap on my shoulder. They want me to be the world champion. World champion of what? World champion of a fucking carnival? World champion of a state fair? This is the shittiest show I've ever seen in my life. Hopefully, me and Jeff Jarrett will at least put on some semblance of a wrestle match. You just see that last finish? You just see them blow that green shit in that fat referee's face? And then him climb up and finally make a three count. You should have done. You know, this sucks. I'm out of here. I'm coming back with Kevin. <laughs> All right, Goldberg. <laughs> so it's triple threat match, right? Uh, Nash, up. Goldberg, and Scott Steiner. You got it. Okay. Well, that's got a little star power in this, don't you think? Finally. A lot of star power. Mm hmm. Finally, <laughs> uh, chat me up. They announced the- Goldberg was in a motorcycle accident in Sturgis the day before and wasn't there. Oh, Nash did an interview basically trying to get over that Goldberg was faking an injury to get out of the match and they played Goldberg's music twice and he never came out acting as though Russo was trying to embarrass Goldberg because he's known for being vindictive. Just after the match starts, of course, Goldberg comes out and the idea was for him to attack Nash's knee, but instead he starts throwing punches and kicks Steiner. Goldberg starts selling his taped up ribs. Nash goes for a power bomb who wouldn't go up and walked away. The announcers start freaking out saying Goldberg was supposed to go up for the finish and refused to do so. And Goldberg walks off. Russo confronts him and Goldberg swears at him and leaves. 
and they keep calling Goldberg a crybaby and unprofessional insinuating. He went against the script and wouldn't do the job. Yeah. This is on the middle of the match. They keep going. What the fuck are y'all doing? Who fucking knows? I, I can't, I can't defend this shit, man. I, I, I can't, but, but I can only tell you that it, it, you only have to connect the dots. It's pretty apparent why number one, we were in the shitter and why number two Turner broadcasting was tired of us. They didn't want to have anything to do with this shit. Who would? Am I right? Yeah. I don't want to defend them because they're a bunch of cocksuckers, but at least they were with Brad fucking Siegel and fuck him. But I don't want to defend him, but I can see why they didn't want to show this stuff. Because if you do have wrestling, it doesn't make any sense. There's no rhyme or reason to it. And there's just convoluted storylines and, huh, well, you're running my fucking week, man. This is like a, this is like a robot chicken. You ever watch that? Yeah. Okay. You've strapped me to a, <laughs> you strapped me to a chair. You forced open my eyelids and make me watch shitty wrestling. Well, but you like that kind of what being, well, I mean, I look, I, I, I really enjoy laughing at shitty wrestling. I do, but oh, I hear a big, butt. but not when I was involved in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it. Like for instance, we're going to see that that thing from the, uh, from the golden corral. Right. And that's shitty. And I can laugh at it from afar, but here I'm trying to, this is part of me. My name is on this thing. No one knows where Goldberg is, right? And the fans here are thinking, we're getting fucked over. He should have still come out to his music here. He'll, uh, we'll play the audio here so fans can listen. This music unless they do something. I can't answer that, Kevin. I agree with you. There it goes again. All right. That's going to be one-on-one. We apologize. Mono e mono. And so then they start booing. I mean, the fans are clearly upset because you play Goldberg's music. They want Goldberg, and you're not going to give it to him. Nope. By the way, that's the the finger poke of doom singlet. I feel like every time Kevin Nash wears this, it's going to be bad shit. That's like his bad luck singlet. Yep. It sure is. It's the company's bad luck singlet. All right. Let's, uh, here's a, here's a, would you rather type deal? Okay. You gotta, you gotta fight somebody. You're in a bar. Two guys want to kick your ass, but they both agree that they're not going to kick your ass at the same time. One or the other is going to kick your ass. 
Who are you letting kick your ass? Well, not letting. Uh, Kevin Nash or Scott Steiner? Uh, uh, Kevin Nash. And why would you want Kevin Nash to kick your ass? Um, Jergens? No. Thought you could maybe bribe him with a little HJ? Hmm. Here we go. Uh, no, I, I just think that Scott Steiner has that amateur wrestling background. And those fucking dudes are scary. Yeah. That that's it. I, well, f- <clears throat> both are going to really kick my ass, but Scott Steiner w- will probably put me in some sort of hold to where I'll go out and then stick a Sharpie up my ass. So, um, I'll go with Kevin Nash. Pop right. for Goldberg. Let's do an uh, let's do uh, an F Mary kill mm. with Jim Ross, Eric Bischoff, <laughs> and Bruce Pritchard. Okay. All my co-hosts. Okay. Uh, kill Bruce. Wow. Okay. Uh, bye bye pout boy. Okay. Um, fuck Eric, because he's a perfect human being. As we've been told earlier before, he can't wait to tell you. Mm -hmm. And Mary Jr. Because he'd make me laugh and he's financially set for life. All right, here we go. Kevin Nash, Bill Goldberg, mm. squaring off. Of course, they were the main event of Starcade 98. Goldberg loses the streak to Kevin Nash, tries to punch Kevin twice, blocks it not once, not twice, but three times. Not going for the knee, like you said. There's lots of punches here. Mm-hmm. I think in a, uh, in a show so desperate in need of fan reaction and pops Goldberg coming out to his music would have been much better. And of course that's hindsight now, but I love the old belly to belly suplex. There's nothing wrong with it. By the way, this match gets a dud. Really? I wonder why, you know, again, by this time, by this time, there's nothing that can save this pay-per-view. Nothing. You could put flair and Harley race in their prime, put them on at the end. It can't save this pay-per-view. Well, because right now the fans that are watching are going, this sucks. And they may say at the end, well, that was good. But this whole thing sucks. That's sort of the, the gist of what Meltzer wrote. He says uh, of the main event, which is Booker T and Jeff Jarrett coming up next, a well-worked match. Unfortunately, now the announcers were trying to sell this as an all-time classic match. Just five minutes in, they still haven't learned a thing from Jim Ross. Ross saves that stuff where the match really is a classic. And he doesn't start talking about it until 15 minutes in when one can at least make the argument and deserves it. 
five minutes into a match that is good just kills anything the announcers would say, even if the match did develop into a classic. Basically, Tony Schiavone sucks a dick at his job and should no longer be allowed to call professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I may have ad-libbed part of that. <laughs> well, really, what part did you ad-lib? Um, the part about classics five minutes in. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's play the audio here so you can hear what's about to happen. Kevin Nash drops the straps. Let's let you know he's setting up the jackknife powerbomb. Here we go. Nash, he wants to go right at Gilbert. He's going to jackknife. He jackknifes him with those bad ribs. It's going to be so Goldberg just pushed Kevin Nash away, stood up. Nash said, what the fuck? And then Goldberg rolls out starts walking up the ramp and Russo comes to confront him. He said, what are you going to do? So he looks at Vince Russo and as, as Russo says, get your ass back in there. And he flips oh, him off and he yells, fuck, fuck you. you. And now we're left with Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash. Mm. Yep. Yep. Close the doors right now. you ever see that episode of uh, Monty Python to where they, you know, they did such silly shit, but there was one episode where they had a guy dressed like in a military uniform and he would stop every one of their skits saying, that's it. Stop this. It's too silly. Move on. Right. That's what we should have a guy here say, stop this match. It sucks. Next. Bring the next match in. And why are you letting your big stars ride motorcycles? He didn't really get hurt, by the way. What's that? He didn't really get hurt? It's a storyline. Oh, okay. It's it's pretend. You know, wrestling's Jesus. I know what it is, but I thought maybe they they were just taking his injury and trying to make the best out of it. Hey, by the way, we should mention, you should come see Tony and I. September 28th, that's our last live show on the books. We can tell you why another time. Uh, TonyandConradLive.com, those where you should get your tickets. Wayne, New Jersey. Going to be doing a meet and greet and then doing a show from 3 to 5. A uh, professional wrestling show to follow. Uh, you don't want to miss this one. A lot of reasons why. But TonyandConradLive.com is where you can pick those tickets up. Uh, it'll be here before you know it, September 28th. It sure will be. Medasia. Where's she on your, uh, Tony's Tony loves to love list. No, she's, I don't think she's that high up. But she's pretty hot. <laughs> wow. She can give a nut shot too. Can't she? 
How many nut shots does that make today? Uh, four, maybe. <laughs> Five. Just go ahead and nut shot everybody. Six. T-back. How about, uh, I'm glad this is coming to a close. Everybody's down. Everybody's been hitting their ding dong. (laughs) Let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. One, two. Nope. Oh, they got to just press on with this damn thing. Don't they? Well, you know, Kevin Nash is looking for that fifth star. (laughs) It was always important to him. He was always a work great guy. He ain't going to get it in this show. Okay. As a matter of fact, I bet you, Hey, let's add up all the stars on this show and see how many stars there were total. Cause you had a lot of duds, right? My God. That is, you may not have had five stars in the entire show. The total, if you add them all up. If we added up the entire show, it would be one Kenny Omega match. Let's see. Well, <laughs> seriously, let's see. We got, all right. Well, we started with three stars. So that's good. All right. We're good. at four stars with cat. All right. Five and three quarter stars with buff. All right. Dud a half a star. So five and three quarters make it six and a quarter. Yep. Uh, but major guns and Miss Hancock lost two stars. Okay. Before and a quarter. Okay. Dud for Sting. Okay. Dud for Lance Storm. Uh oh. Dud for (laughs) Dud for Nash. Here we go. Uh, Booker T got three stars. So seven and a quarter stars is your cum on this. Oh show. my God. This yeah. whole show with just two stars and a quarter better than <laughs> between, between 11 matches here. We had oh. seven and a quarter stars. That's where we oh. were. You think Meltzer dug it or maybe no, not? no. And to be honest with you, I don't think it was worth seven and a quarter stars. Cum. You, you just wanted to say cum. Yes, I like saying that word, cum. I'm with it. I ain't mad at it. Yeah. Hey, I've been th- I've been thinking a lot since you, uh, you know, before we brought Lois in and you you were doing that song. Yeah. You know, I got words to that song. What? Do you really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that is this what we're talking about? We're talking about the Snake Charmer song. The Snake Charmer song. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm okay. listening. I, this is what I learned when I was young. I don't know how it stuck with me, and all of a sudden we're talking here and it hit me. Okay. There's a place in France where the girls don't wear no pants and the men run around with their ding-dongs hanging down. Is this like (laughs) people can hear you, bro? (laughs) I know. Isn't that great? No. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Scott Hudson and Mark Madden agree with me. I can't believe I've got, I just realized. My fight, my Starcast on fight number three announced team is uh-huh. the team from New Blood Rising. This is not really, <laughs> yeah, a good call. Well, we're gonna give these, we're gonna give those motherfuckers two stars too. Is what we're gonna give them. Can you believe the whole show total got seven stars? The whole goddamn yes. show. Yeah, I do. I, I believe the whole show got seven stars. But uh, I guess we're gonna have something pretty good here because this, you know, in, in spite of all the bullshit we went through this Booker T and Jeff Jarrett stuff was actually not that bad. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, both guys could work. That's really what they were hoping for too. You know, for somebody to say you weren't that bad. (laughs) No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's what you said though. 
God. I mean, I'm fine with you saying that. No, they really weren't. Uh, they, they, they worked a pretty good match. These guys did here and they worked a good match. Of course, you know, that, that famous one where, where Russo called Hulk Hogan, a piece of shit and all that. And Oh God, here we go. Michael buffer. Lord have mercy. I loved Michael buffer. I thought it added a big fight feel. Yeah. You know what he's saying right here? What? There's a place in France where the girls don't wear no pants and the men run around like their ding dongs. Are you ready? Hanging down. You okay? Yeah, that's what he's saying. I, I can read lips there. I knew what, I know what the hell he's saying. I'm, I don't know that I've heard until today. A grown man say ding dong as much in my damn life. <laughs> well, we have covered the ding dongs on this show before. Yeah, but I don't think you were talking about WCW jobbers when you're talking about them <laughs> hanging down. I could yeah. be wrong. No, you're right. I wasn't. I will never for the rest of my life forget Sing that singing song. that. All right. It's time for the WCW exploding vagina world heavyweight title match. You think that logo was from France? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why it's exploding because she wasn't wearing no pants. Uh, girls don't wear no pants. And, oh, and when they don't, so stuff starts exploding. Starts exploding, and the guys run around with their. You is, know what? is it any wonder that Jeff Jarrett carried his exploding guitar through the exploding vagina entrance set? <laughs> it oh. all kind of makes sense now, doesn't now it? Now it really does. It's sort of yeah. like. You know, all those Illuminati conspiracy theories, uh-huh. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. It checks Explo- out, man. Yep. Exploding guitar, exploding pussy. That's what he's all about. Oh, you're just, you're foul today. No, I'm not foul. I'm no more foul than normal. This is normally a foul show. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. And I, I really yeah. enjoyed when you sang my neck, my back, we should give everybody a peek behind the curtain. Somehow randomly this morning, as we were taping, uh-huh. uh, there was a major power outage across like three or four zip codes here in Huntsville. And they called it central Huntsville. And I live not too far from downtown. So surprise, I was subjected to that. So I have a battery backup on my computer. So I kept going, but the router died, which meant our connection died. So we're finishing this show up. I don't know, 17 hours apart. I, I think so. We are. Cause I was, I started out in Scranton. Pennsylvania. And now I'm back home. Yeah. So I had a game and I flew, I, I bus from Scranton to Philadelphia and flew from Philadelphia to Atlanta. Lois picked me up at the airport and I got home and I called you and I said, let's go. And we're so doing this we literally in the middle of the night, yeah. uh, because we want to make sure that we're getting it out on time for you guys and all that jazz and real time. Right. However, I do wonder since you had a little FaceTime with Lois, yeah, she picked you up from the airport. Did you hit her with my neck, my back? No, why not? But I did hit her with, there's a place in France. Oh gosh. And you know, she said, that's one of the most juvenile things I've ever heard. And I've said a lot of juvenile things here. That's true. So, yeah. So that, uh, that, uh, that is kind of like, uh, right up there with well. it. So no, I didn't hit her with that, but you know what? I'm going to forward her the email that you sent me. And I'm going to say, read this line and see what you think. You know, one day I might get sued for sexual harassment just for sending you song lyrics. Look at this this goofus in the background 
doing the bicep pose to see if he yeah. can get himself on camera. Oh, God. How about the doofuses who had the... Uh, ICP it, face paint? No, that one too. But the doofuses who are way away and have the laser pointer. I've missed that. Oh, well, it was during the Scott Steiner match at the entrance of it. I just think because when the lights went down, I just think everybody who had a later laser pointer should be singled out, brought to the center of the ring, bent over, throw their pants down and stick that laser pointer right up their ass. I, I know just the guy to do that. <laughs> I know you, just the guy. I bet I know who you're talking about. Oh, well, holler if you hear me. Okay. <laughs> now they're going to now. Pretty good storyline right here, Conrad, going to the leg that he hurt, hurt earlier. But but Booker T working on one leg here. Come on, settle a little bit better than that. There you go. That's good. Hop around a little bit. Rolls him up. One. Slick Johnson said two. Oh, Slicky Johnson. Love me some Slick Johnson, man. Oh, God. Are, How much do what, you love Slick Johnson? <laughs> Stop it. What, how did, uh, where were you on his brother who came before him? He's a little bro. He was a little older. Yeah. Harry Johnson. Did Harry you like Johnson. Harry Johnson better? Or did you prefer slick? No, I like their dad. Big old Johnson. Oh yeah. Who yeah. could forget big old Johnson, big old Johnson. That's exactly right. And then there was their uncle Turkey neck Johnson. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, the, every family's got a jobber, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the jobber Shivani's and yeah, the worst I think of the bunch is, I mean, they don't even, nobody wants to play with them. Poor old tiny Johnson. <laughs> That's right. Tiny Johnson. Don't want to play with him. Yeah, boy. How's Jeff? Have you talked to Jeff in a while or did, was the last time you talked to him, maybe Starcast of last year in Chicago? No, I talked to him a few times after that. And, yeah. uh, is he doing it, okay in the WWE or has they, have they beat him down yet? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's beat up. Everybody's run ragged. I mean, he works yeah. 29 hours a day and yeah. so does Bruce. And now so does Eric and mm-hmm. well, everybody who works there does. And sure. You got to make a commitment. Yeah. They require really? that. And listen, those guys all probably thought they, you know, were doing, and now they've been given sort of a, a second chance here. Sure. So they're going to make the most of it. And yeah. I suspect that Jeff is doing that, but no, I don't talk. To, I used to talk to Jeff. I don't know. Once a week at our height, maybe once a day, but minimum once a week. And then not so much. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've spoke to him on the phone, but one time this entire year. Well, uh, I don't know to be honest with you, but I can only assume that when you go up there, that. A, you're going to be relevant again, and you're at least you're going to feel you're relevant in the business again. Uh, B, you're going to make a lot of money, and C, your life is going to become Vince McMahon's, you know, or not, maybe not Vince McMahon, but your life is going to become the businesses you're going to uh, live for the business. And uh, you know, guys like Jeff and Eric and uh, Bruce who are in the twilight of their lives, why not? Well, you know what my phrase is, uh, get all the money you can. No. Why would you say that? <laughs> I didn't, I don't know. You have so many phrases. I was just trying to hunt and pick there. Well, you, you talked about these guys being in the twilight of their life. Oh yeah. I know what your phrase is. Okay. Right. Go ahead. What? You're either going to retire or die. No, no. Okay. What, what is it? The phrase that sets that up is these motherfuckers are 60. Okay. 
Right. And that comes about because, you know, Dave Silva was all concerned, like, oh my God, we lost another co-host. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, we're good. Everything's fine. We're going to get still, get, still keep doing the shows. And he's like, oh, but, but what if on their next contract? And I just laughed and laughed <laughs> next contract. These motherfuckers are 60. <laughs> this is the, this is the, this is the contract. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Eric Bischoff, but he's 64. Well, let's yeah. say hypothetically, it's a five-year deal. He's signing up for five more at 69. Nah. Yeah. This is the kind of contract that you take and you print and you fold up and you put it in your safe next to your will. I'll tell you this though. I can see Bruce being a glutton for punishment and sticking around as long as yeah. Vince is there. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think Bruce of all the guys up there and there's nothing wrong with this. I listen, I have, you know, I, I like to give Bruce, I, we like to give everybody a hard time, but I have a lot of respect and admiration for Bruce. I really do. Uh, I just, I think he lives this lives for it more than anybody else though. Correct. I mean, this is, this is his, this is him. Not just just wrestling either. WWE. Right. WWE. Absolutely. He belongs up there. Good for him. Yeah. I remember, don't you remember there was one time that you, uh, you and I were casually talking about something and he had a dinner with Pat or had dinner with some of the guys and you said, He's going to want to get back up there. I know. Of and of course, and here he is right back up in there. And he Good did. for him. Good for him. I, I agree. Good for him. Meanwhile, let's work on this leg of Booker T. Come on. We got a storyline going on here. Well, how about this little Boston crab action? He's got to tap out now, Conrad. He's just got to. He's just got to. Don't you think? After the shit show that they've had from point A to this, let's say being point B, that they would just maybe, you know, Ric Flair would have kicked it up a little notch, but they started out a little bit. Now they've slowed down a little bit. This guy with the let's wiggle sign is really intent on getting that sign up. It's weird because I think, I mean, here's, here's my thought process. Uh-huh. If that happens, like, let's say he gets it on, right? Yeah. I mean, he, whether he does or he doesn't, yeah. the only move is to then make a call to someone at home. Who's watching the show and say, Hey, did you see my sign? Did you see it? Did you right. see it? Did it look cool? Yeah. I mean, that's no. the whole, that's the whole thing. Like, why yeah. is she doing this? Well, because they want to be cool. They want to be relevant. I get it. I understand. And of course, back when we were hot, there were a lot more signs than this, weren't there? Yeah. Oh, and you know that, and that's, that's probably a, that was a very good barometer for us and for the business and, and the signs aren't what they used to be in this day and age. I guess what do they just run their course or maybe the WWE doesn't want them one, two, I do. You and I were at, uh, I was, well, I was at double or nothing and I didn't notice I didn't even take notice of it. There were signs or not in the stands. Can I mention something here? I hope you do. I hope you mention a lot. Okay. I saw between the time we started taping and the time I was going through the airport, 17 hours. Yeah. I, I watched on YouTube, a video. Okay. Of Billy Corrigan. All right. All right. And 
Billy Corgan announces TV, and I'm thinking, oh, the NWA is going to be on TV. But he had just announced a TV taping. Am I right? Uh, I don't. Uh, okay. Okay. I saw it, and I thought, oh, here we go. Big announcement. He's got a, a clearance. Nope. He didn't. Two count. Are you two counting the match? Or are you two counting Billy Corgan's announcement? <laughs> I don't know. I listen. I like Billy Corgan and I, you know how I am. I want everybody to be able to be successful, right? Because I think if everybody's successful, the business thrives. And so I wish him no ill wills. Of course not. No. I mean, you did the NWA 70th thing, and, right? Right. Uh, I, I hated, I couldn't be there. I was, uh, you know, getting married or whatever. You couldn't, you couldn't make my wedding, but you made that booking. I guess the payday wasn't big enough for you to show up here in Huntsville. I get it. I understand. That's about right. Yeah. He just hit him with a guitar. But so anyway, I, I thought this was a big TV announcement by the NWA, but apparently it wasn't. It was, it was a very well done video, but it just said, we're going to be in Atlanta, uh, in, uh, end of September, 1st of October, something like that. And that was it. It didn't say we got a clearance or anything else. But it also had a, which I thought was kind of funny. If you're a wrestler and you want to be seen, give us a call. I've never seen that ever in all my years of doing wrestling. It was like a call to action. Hey guys, come work for us. So anyway, I I didn't know if you'd seen that or not. You apparently haven't. Even if I have, I wouldn't comment. Uh, Oh, that's an interesting line. That's an interesting comeback there. What? Should I have not commented on it? Should I, should I edit this part out that we just no, talked no, about? No, 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 leave it in. Listen, by okay. the time this posts everywhere, you'll be all over the news anyway. It doesn't matter, but I like those guys and I'm not going to shit on them. That's all. Okay. All right. No, well, I wasn't shitting on them either. Doesn't mean you can't. And by the way, I never got your, uh, retort on the old Manser tweet. We talked about that a little bit where. Jim Cornette took issue with, uh, Mance Warner taking yeah. a, a bump through a table from the invisible man. Yeah. And Corny was pretty fired up about that because he had recommended Mance's work and put it over pretty strong. And obviously he still does commentary for MLW and for him to come out publicly and disapprove of one of their performers. It's a little unique and a lot of people are taking issue with it, but I, I appreciate that. Corny is a man of principles and conviction. He yes, he is. He won't be swayed on this bullshit. No, Jim Cornette is Jim Cornette, and that's what he is first. And he's not going to—he's not going to tow a company line when it comes to his convictions, as you were saying. So, what, what do you think? Invisible man bumps? Ah, it's bullshit. But I mean, isn't all the wrestling? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that what I just said isn't all the wrestling is going to make a lot of people mad and Cornette would take issue with that. But I mean, in the, I think the old context is King, you know, like it would have been fucking silly and stupid if Luthez swung an exploding guitar. Yeah. And a referee named slick Johnson got nut shotted by a girl in a tea back right after mud wrestling. Right. Of course we know where this got WCW, but my point is the shit happened but it was just a different era and it was a different context. And, you know, I don't think the invisible man, well, I mean, I say that, but then again, years ago, and me and you've talked about this, even though we haven't actually sat down and watched it, 
Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon teamed up to wrestle Sean Michaels God. and God. So how about, how about the, uh, the rock bottom or the bookend through a table? Here we go. I don't think we really thought that one through. Wow. You think Booker T knows that he was booked for this show? Up. <laughs> oh. Well, we go from slick Johnson to goddamn Opie. Yeah. Fucking Opie's here. He's looking for aunt B. Uh, you know what I'm looking for? This show to fucking end. Hey, by the way, did you see during SummerSlam, maybe a little before SummerSlam that, uh, the Klondike folks over, you know, what would you do for a Klondike bar? They were Uh tweeting about SummerSlam. It's one of our super fans suggested, Hey, maybe we should rename it Klondike bill. And the people fucking went with it. Really? I don't know if somebody, I'm going to need one of you Klondikers out there. If you're listening, if you run the social media account, just like a random one of my tweets and I'll see it and it'll be our little code, our little Morse code of knowing that you listen to what happened when, and it'll be our secret. I won't talk about it every fucking week here on the show. Or will I? How cool would that be though? Yeah. How cool would that be? That's what my fat ass needs. Some support from snacks. You know, I've been supporting (laughs) those motherfuckers for 38 years, but I I got a little reciprocation in this motherfucker. I know, man. (laughs) He hit Opie (laughs) and he fell down. He took a tumble. (laughs) Everything about this sucks. How does this three stars? Oh God. Oh my God. Oh, you see when Booker T put his hand over his face. Yeah. He must've just realized. Yeah. He got oh. booked for Starcast accidentally. Oh, there he goes. Charles Robinson. Charles Robinson. Slot Benjamin. In. One, two, oh, no, wait. two. Counts. Charles Robinson's the only referee who can make a convertible Volvo look cool. <laughs> Seriously. He's the only person that would ride in a convertible Volvo. 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 <laughs> I don't know what he does in his free time. Calm down. Yeah, there it is. Oh God. That was a shitty swinging neck breaker too. That's it. One, two, three. No two count. Cause why would it, why would it be done? We got to be getting near the end of the show here, guys. We got shit to do tomorrow. God damn it. <laughs> That's right. I started taping this show yesterday. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sidewalk slam was going to attempt it. Here it comes. There you go. Boom. Thank God. <laughs> One, two, three. Never was so glad to see a finish in my life. So you're glad, huh? I'm glad. I'm happy. Booker T is still your champion. There you go. Praise the Lord. Coming up next. Why not throw some shit in the ring? Yeah. Coming up next fall brawl. But let's leave. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go have some sushi. Let's go to Vancouver. I got the fans sprinting. Yeah, going to go to Mister Tojo's. Trying to beat the traffic. Look at him throwing shit in the ring. Well, wouldn't you? Well, well, there's been shit in the ring already. Oh my! You're being very hurtful. Well, no, I was talking about all that stuff in the ring, like the the parts of the guitar. I wasn't talking about the boys. But oh. see, they're all leaving. Thank you very much for coming, everybody. We're done.
Well, I'll tell you what, I had fun taping this one with you, even if it did literally take two days, but I'm pretty excited about what we've got coming up because we've got some fun shows, including the nitro where kiss comes around and backstage footage has leaked out of you telling us some other announcer, Hey, don't you fuck this up for me. So that's going to be, uh, I mean, that's probably one of your biggest highlight moments in the history of your time in WCW introducing kiss, right? I was probably as excited about that as I was anything that I had done. Yeah. We could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying you were having a hard time putting over the bullshit, but when Gene Simmons comes out there and his face paint, somehow that's better than no, when- that's not better. You stupid son of a bitch. It's not better at all. It's just like, it's one. it's those once in a lifetime things that kids fans don't normally get a chance to do. So I was excited about it. All right. Why are you, why are you so hot about it? Because you're, you're making it seem like I thought more about kiss than I did about the wrestling product. And I didn't, the wrestling product was my job. You're trying to heap shit on me and which is unfounded. No, you just said there's been shit in the ring all night talking about was, the performers. No, I was talking about but the then, guitar exploding guitar shit in the ring. But then when we <sighs> talk about Gene Simmons, you go, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, I am misrepresented. I need Jim Cornette as my attorney. Well, me, I'm just okay. Hot you over the news that by the time this uh, airs, everyone will know. Yeah. You shouldn't be low key hot at me. Why? You know why? Cause you're my man. Yeah. You're my, you, you complete me. Oh, Jesus. Listen to this. You had me at dollar signs. <laughs> See, that's more accurate. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even come to my wedding. Oh, hard. would you stop it? It's hard for me to buy into the fact. Would you stop it? You've been married almost a year now. I had a foot, but stop. I'm not going to go through this argument with you again. Stop. I helped stop. finance your wedding and I can't oh, even, I can't even fucking get you to come to mine. It was free. Well, listen, when you, why don't you guys renew your vows and I'll be there. Well, can't you just don't do it on a Saturday during football season. See? I can't get married on a Saturday. When am I supposed to get married, bro? No, you can get married on a Saturday, get married on a Saturday during basketball season or get married to Saturday during the summertime. When most people get married during the summer or on the spring, but not during football season. Conrad, you're a, can I get married on a, on a, on a Friday? That's what MLW is running, right? Can I get married on a Friday? Yes. Can I get married on a Wednesday? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, you can. I get married on a, on a, on a Tuesday. <sighs> what about, I, what about a you Monday? Know what? You're married. I don't give a fuck when you get married. You're married. So let's not, you know, you know what? I think that at this rate, yeah. my marriage may be desperately out of time. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us for new blood rising. As we went back and took a look at some of the steps leading up to the death of WCW and Stick this pussy like you should right now. Lick it good. Suck this pussy like you should. My neck, my back. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We're on the MLW Radio Network. And as always, on Mondays, for all you slapdicks, we come to you early on. Patron, we're Tony Jacks off Gene Simmons. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Schiavone and my best friend in the whole world, Bug. Say hello, Bug.
All right, very cool. Bug has something he wants to tell you. Go ahead, Bug. That's right. Bug is saying promotional considerations paid for by the following. Go ahead. Bug says boxagimmicks.com with new items each week. Right. Listen to him now. The official store of what happened when, something to wrestle with in 83 weeks. Log on, get your gimmicks for the wrestling fan in your life or something for yourself. Very well said, Bug. Good job, buddy. All right, Bug's got something else he wants to say here. Okay. And, and bye. Very good. Very good. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Right, Bug. Right. You want to be a low-key big hog or a glass-bottom boat rider? Right. A member of the Hot Tag Express, Slapdick Nation. Join Conrad and his best buddy, Tony Schiavone. That's me, right, Bug? Good boy. We got bonus podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, live weekly chats, and new content each week. And bye. That's right, Mama. That's right. It's from Yaya. LoisRules.com. You're right, Bug. Get all your T-shirts from What Happened When right now. What else we got for him, Bug? Oh, StarCast 3, very good. That's right, StarCast returning where? That's right, Chicago on Labor Day weekend, August 29th and September 1st. For more information, go where, Bug? Good boy, StarCast.com. Oh, wait a minute, Dooley's got something he wants to say. Come on in here, big boy. That's a good boy. Dooley's a good boy. Now, Dooley, what do you want to say? Oh, that's right, Dooley. Good memory. I forgot all about that, and I shouldn't have. Thank you for reminding me. Dooley wants to remind everybody to see me and Conrad live in Wayne, New Jersey, September 28th. This September 2019, we'll be there from 3 to 5. For tickets and information, go to TonyAndConradLive.com. That's in Wayne, New Jersey, part of the GoPro Wrestling event. So make sure you join us. Dooley, thanks, buddy. You're a good boy, too. Oh, 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 oh.